Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Tuesday Nights podcast. We have a special guest again tonight. His name is Eric Windham. Eric Windham is the owner of Windham Environmental Solutions, a California high-technology environmental health and wellness company that he founded in 1991. The company is located in the Sacramento area, area and clients worldwide. Windham EMF Solutions specializes in electromagnetic radiation and provides inspections, assessments, measurement, testing, abatement, and re- remediation of dangerous and unhealthy magnetic fields, electric fields, microwave radiation, and dirty electricity. Wyndham is a certified electromagnetic radiation specialist. He's an expert in EMF inspection, detection, measurement, and prevention, and is certified to advise homeowners, home buyers, architects, builders, inspectors, and engineers in the methods and practices that create and maintain a, a minimalized presence of electromagnetic fields in homes and low-rise commercial buildings. Um, so, and Eric graduated from the University of California at Santa Barbara and has studied environmental science earth science, geography, geology, hydrology, remote satellite photo interpretation, and advanced solar engineering. So we're really glad to have you on the call, Eric. I'm going to go ahead and mute the room. Okay, hold on just a moment. Eric, so would you like to tell us a little bit more about your background and um, anything I might uh, have not conveyed already? So, Eric, will you start eight again? If you have a star eight on your phone, I'll be able to hear. I'll be able to let you in. I realize that I blocked you. Eric, is this you? Oh, there this is Frank Allen, Ella. Hi, Frank. Hold on just a second. I, okay. Sorry about that. I should have muted the room first before we did that, so I apologize. I think so, I'm here now. Can you hear me? You're here. Yeah, you're here. So maybe you want can elaborate a little bit more about what you do and also like how you got into this field. Um, so I'll let you speak on that. Okay. Well, I've always been really fascinated with science, natural systems, anything that obeys the laws of physics as opposed to political science where that seems to obey the laws of finance rather than logic. Um, And I think I'll take the short story here. Back in 2007 and 2008, I became aware of dirty electricity and how it could actually shorten the life of your electrical devices, computers, and stuff like that. So I bought a Stetzer meter. And uh, it's a little $100 meter you plug into a wall socket, and it tells you how much dirty electricity you've got. And I went down to my parents' house, and uh, oh, the meter went off the top of the scale, and I figured, well, maybe it's not working. I don't know, but I'll deal with it later. So then in um, 
2000, my, my father had failing health. He hadn't been able to drive for seven or eight years. <clears throat> he was claiming the floor was vibrating and his legs were cold to the touch. And they were red and blue, very dark red and blue. Um, and the doctor says he didn't have uh, uh, diabetes, but he had peripheral neuropathy. And I said, wow, how do you solve that? And both my mom and dad ate a good diet. Um, they had, you know, a couple hundred dollars with the food supplements apiece. But next year, mom got her second case of cancer. She'd already had one breast removed back in 1991 or so. Um, and she went into the hospital um, with cancer. Well, we had to get mom and dad both out of the hospital, out of that house. Now, Dad made a remarkable recovery uh, within 24 hours after he got out of the house. He recuperated about half. The floor wasn't vibrating. His legs were flesh-toned, and they felt warm. Um, mother did die in six months, but at the end of it all, the final x-ray shows that her tumors were actually reducing in number, reducing in size, and some had disappeared but we ran out of the money to give her the physical therapy to keep the water out of her lungs. So she died. Um, and, and then the utility company out here in Sacramento, SMUD, Sacramento Municipal Utility District, uh, they tried to put a smart meter on the, my bedroom wall. And I just wasn't in the mood for that because I already found out that they weren't telling the truth. So I went down to the local utility with the 17-page letter that a very nice woman, Ph.D., helped me write. And I told them seven or eight things that they are prohibited from doing in my property. And they were just blown away because nobody ever shows up at SMUD board meetings. Well, the next week we had three. The next week we had five or ten. And then we had 15. And we had this movement going because suddenly I was becoming aware of people that were being injured, harmed, and maimed by these smart meters. At first, it was very difficult for me to believe this, but I would read about it, but I found out these people feel better when they get out of their house, and some of them sit in a car in a parking lot because they can't be in their apartment. Um, so that battle was very intense. I lost weight, lost sleep. But we did win, and we got the utility to allow us to have the analog meter back. And then I decided, you know, this is awfully fascinating. Um, and I looked around for the best ways to find out about this and get trained, and there's tons of information on the Internet, of course. <clears throat> but I kept getting pointed back to the International Institute for Building Biology and Ecology, because what they do is they help you uh, they show you how to detect, measure uh, all the different types of EMF, electric fields, magnetic fields, microwave or radio frequency radiation, and dirty electricity. And then they show you how it affects the human body. And they have their own biologically precautionary guidelines, which are like 10 million times lower than the FCC limits. And they teach us how to reduce or eliminate the person's exposure in their house. And I said, well, that sounds fun. And I talked to several people that had already gone through the training, and they said, it's just 
phenomenal. It's just wide spectrum A to Z. This will give you enough of electrical engineering theory, practical electrician theory, show you how to use all the instruments, and you'll be able to help people feel better sometimes even before you leave the house because all you're doing is turning a lot of their own pollution off. So that took about two years, and it cost about as much as a year at University of California, Davis, but it was very good. So I didn't think at, you know, age 60 I'd be going back to school, but this is the most fascinating thing I've ever done in my life. And if you visit my website, uh, Windheim EMF Solutions, you'll see some of the testimonials and success stories about people that I've helped. It's very rewarding to see people that they suddenly can quit suffering in their own home and start enjoying their home. So this is the most rewarding and satisfying thing that I've ever done. Um, it's not the highest paying one, but uh, because a lot of people, <clears throat> they've already spent all their money trying to solve their problems. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm getting more and more interesting projects with a variety of uh, more complex projects. And people are getting results. They feel better in their own home. And their doctor couldn't help them. Uh, the pharmacist couldn't help them. Um, some of them didn't even get the help of their spouse anymore because the spouse abandoned them because the spouse did not understand what was going on and th either couldn't handle it or said, this isn't the woman I married or something like that. But I've seen families separate because there's pollution in the house. That's such a shame. We had that discussion the other day that really is quite sad. And, you know, people lose their lives. And, you know, we know that the CMF is um, very, very dangerous. Um, so I guess maybe we can go back a little bit and maybe you can talk about what the dangers of EMF exposure are. Sure. You know, uh, electricity is natural and normal for us. But it's only been here 130 years. So Thomas Edison started distributing it in New York City in 1885. And what we found out right off the bat due to historical epidemiological studies, wherever they started distributing electricity, lifespan went down eight years. Now, it was still eight years longer living on a farm. You know, it was actually more dangerous living on a farm. But people lived longer on farms until... World War II, when we electrified the farms after the war, and then their lifespan went down. So to sum it all up, just living in an electrified society, uh, you have a lower lifespan than living out in the bush somewhere. And um, what's happened in the last 30 years with the advent of the cell phone is the amount of microwave radiation that we're exposed to has gone up about, you know, various scientists will say a million billion times more or a billion billion times more. Millions and billions of times more microwave and radio frequency radiation now than there was 130 years ago. And the safe level is zero because that's what we've always lived with since the creation of the Earth. It's only been here, most of it's come on the scene in the last 30 years since cell phones became popular. Are you still there? Yeah, I am. But there's a little bit more. Uh, besides the cell phones, now almost every 
electronic device uh, changes alternating current, which is what we buy from the utilities, AC current, 60 cycle AC current, they change that into direct current, which is what electronics use. And computers and radios and TVs, they all use direct current. So in the process of changing it over, we used to use something called a transformer. It was a big, heavy metal thing. It hummed, and it changed power from AC to DC or from one voltage to another. But it was inefficient. So in the uh, 80s, they discovered that, well, we have invented a better way of converting electricity from AC to DC, and it's called the switch mode power supply, also called an... ...and leaders in the front. If you want to be a leader, then you know, act like a leader, and leaders which have no problem showing everyone yeah, else... I don't know what that's about. about. Let me figure that out. If they don't do that, or they're... You're absolutely right about that. Being accountable is a big deal.
and they've been through a variety of doctors with, with no success. And I can come out there and say, okay, so let's identify the sources. Okay, let's start with turning them off. And people say, man, I'm feeling better already. Less head head pain, less pressure in my head. Um, uh, and uh, then it, sometimes we have to write up a list of solutions or I write a report for them if it's detailed and it looks like they'll follow it. Sometimes I have to come back with an electrician because they have wiring code violations that are making powerful magnetic fields that cause cramping, miscarriage, tumors. Um, but we get it fixed, and most of the time we get results for people. So that's what that's what a day in the life of uh, you know my business is. I go out and spend about three or four hours scoping out the house, checking everything out. And then I have the big picture, and then I can say, well, either you have no problems, some problems, a lot of problems, or you might even have to move if there's a cell phone tower, you know, close by. Is that a good overview for you, or would you like more? Um, I think that's a good overview on that. Um, let's see what other questions we have here. So... So we know that there's, you know, a lot of symptoms that can manifest when you have EMF sensitivity or you're a targeted individual. Um, so you kind of covered some of that as well. Um, so I guess my next question is, what percent of the population is affected by EMF? Yeah, that's a good question. <clears throat> it's more and more every day. <clears throat> but there was a study done in Sweden, <clears throat> I think a few years ago, <clears throat> And 3 to 8% of the population <clears throat> is so symptomatic that they can't function at their normal job or family. Uh, about 35% have moderate symptoms. That means they don't feel well. Um, they're going to the doctor, and they're not getting results. About 30% of the people have mild symptoms. You know, they're a little bit off their game, or they're just glad to get away from work where they're being bombarded by Wi-Fi. They feel better when they get out of the office or the house. <clears throat> and about 30% of the people have no symptoms, but it doesn't mean the damage is not being done. And I'm in that category. I, I want to point out one thing. The building biologists specialize in creating a sleep sanctuary. And the reason why that's so important is you can endure a lot of punishment during the day if you get excellent sleep so you can rest and repair and be ready for the next day. But if you don't get good sleep, you just go deeper and deeper down into a hole every day. And that's interesting. And then also I know with EMF, it somehow it affects your ability to for your mind uh, to produce melatonin. So it's like a catch-22. If you're, if you're getting too much EMF or electromagnetic uh, frequencies, microwaves, um, you're not sleeping very well. So... Yeah, they've done tests, and, uh, you know, normally when it gets dark, uh, your brain starts to release melatonin, and you go through several dream cycles. Um, dreams are good. If you're having them, that's good. Some of my clients say, man, I'm dreaming for the first time in years. And you have to release this melatonin because it's a hormone that helps you repair. You know, it's, it's, kind of, it's a hormone that makes you sleepy so that sleep feels really good. And it tapers off by morning, so you just should wake up 
you know, for me, I can wake up at 6 a.m. or 5.30 without any alarm clock. But if you don't get good sleep, man, that alarm clock goes off. You don't want to get out of bed. You're not fully recharged. You haven't completely repaired, and you've still got accumulated damage from the days, weeks, and months before that's compounding. That leads to a lowered immune system. It also leads to lowered dopamine levels. And there's tests on this that when you clean up the dirty electricity, your dopamine levels rise. <clears throat> and um, if you don't get good sleep, uh, it can kill a person. That's what they do in prisoner of war camps. They just keep them awake. They don't need to touch them. They just keep them awake. And sooner or later, their immune system falls apart and they catch a disease and die. Or they experience delusional psychosis. And I've seen that in some of my clients where they actually, they wouldn't move and they, uh, the dirty electricity level was 20,000 with 50, that's 5.0 being the maximum safe level. And the poor woman ended up uh, thinking I was actually a spy for the utility. And then the next thing I see on is GoFundMe. Recording. I'm not sure how it's going to go, but it's a call. It's a recording from Sunday night that they're playing, so I apologize. There's not much I can do about it. Cause oh, I don't know okay. Things. Sorry about well, that. Well, is everybody on open mic? No, that's the thing. No one's open except you, but, you know, oh, okay. because of the nature of our discussions and because, you know, we're kind of taking on the government and the status quo and, you know, and we're you know, just our typical situations that we're dealing with. They do make, try to make these calls um, difficult, you know, mm -hmm. on perpetrators that come in and try to cause problems because, you know, you're, you know, you're basically, you know, taking on the government, taking on the utility companies and, you know, everything that we all do. So, um, yeah, so I'm sorry about that. That may happen. We just have to kind of ignore it. And yeah, it I on. understand. So yeah. in a nutshell, I'm a house doctor. I don't treat the people. I treat the building, and the people feel better as a result. And our motto is, <clears throat> we create safe haven in a toxic electromagnetic world. That makes sense. And this is what I do full-time. Um, and it's just starting. Um, I mean, I'm the only building biologist and the electromagnetic radiation specialist between Portland and uh, L.A., and there's a couple in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, but um, it's a burgeoning field because people are just beginning to realize that all of this electromagnetic radiation, it's, it's doubling every three years. Cell phone radiation output is doubling every three years. So it's going to get a lot worse, and I think it's going to get much, much worse before common sense prevails. And here's the reason why. Everybody wants the convenience of wireless communications. It's so convenient. It's so empowering. And the corporations are just doing their job of selling a product that people want. Of course, they've captured the FCC. There's a great article out there written by Norman Allister, who's a professor at the Department of Ethics at Harvard. It's called... The FCC is a captured agency. So what happens is people from the industry come in and take over the FCC. So it's really the fox guarding the hen house. So they've set the levels of magnetic fields, 
electric fields, microwave radiation, so high that no one's ever going to violate it. It's kind of like um, setting the speed limit at 1,000 miles an hour. Nobody's ever going to violate that. But a lot of people will die if they're going 150 or 200 on the freeway. So they've set the level so high that uh, no one is ever going to, you know, these cell phone towers are only, you know, they're putting out about 10% of what the FCC says is the maximum limit. But I have clients that are hurt at levels of one millionth of what the FCC puts out from a cell phone tower a mile away, a measured mile away. They're suffering in their yard. They're suffering in their bedroom. So we have to do appropriate shielding and uh, that means painting the walls with a certain kind of paint and grounding them in a certain way and then shielding the ceiling. And that woman's name is Sheila Reville. Her, she's on my website. You can read about her. But she was going downhill fast. And you were able to help her out. Yes, I did. And uh, <clears throat> we found a room that had the low, uh, an upstairs bedroom which had the lowest amount of microwave radiation. Then we shielded the walls, and we shielded the ceiling for the whole upstairs. Okay, so um, what about, um, you know, we under, I understand you have a great company, and you've been able to help uh, people um, even within our community. Um, um, maybe you can tell us like what you do exactly when you come in, and then um, also I know you know some free things that we can do because you know some people just don't have the money. Um, oh, for your yeah, sure. So yeah, that's but, really great. You could do that and share that with us. Okay, what was the first thing before the free things? What that entails if you come out to their house, what you would do, and what that involves. Okay. Well, the first five minutes, I'm setting up some equipment, and I have a package of information I give people. A lot of it's educational. But it's about eight or ten pages on what are electric fields, what are what is mag magnetic fields, what is dirty electricity, what is microwave radiation, what causes it, you know, pictures of the different devices and situations. So people can say, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that was hurting me. Um, so that's an educational thing there. And then... I give people an overview, and I've already maybe spent 10, 15 minutes with them on the phone to find out about their problems because I'm looking for someone I think I can help when I go out there. And uh, I just verify that they have all these problems, and they're on a list. And then I said, okay, now circle the problems you have that go away when you leave the house or reduce. And... Um, I can pretty much tell by the kind of symptoms they explain to me what they're bothered by. And then I set up my equipment, and I use meters from gigahertz solutions that are specially made for building biologists. Um, I use the gigahertz solutions HF59B and HF59D with both directional and omnidirectional antennas. I have a uh, NFA 1000 three-dimensional electric and magnetic field meter that helps me see. Uh, it's the most accurate one out there. Um, and it, these are all calibrated meters yeah, so that they're, you know, 
I, of course, I started off with stuff that was a lot less expensive, but this is what you need if you want to be able to speak in front of a bunch of people that are, you know, don't believe in you. You have to have, you know, excellent equipment. So we take a survey, we record all the levels, um, and then we have a summary event back at the kitchen table. Say, okay, this is no concern. This is no concern. This is slight concern. This is a severe concern, and this is an extreme concern. So what can we do? Say, well, here are the things I can do for free today. Uh, you know, other than my time, it's not going to cost you any money. Like, you know, let's start with turning off your Wi-Fi. And people go, Wi-Fi, is that dangerous? Oh, golly, yes. Look, at, we're at 40,000 microwatts per meter squared. Um, and the uh, extreme concern level is 1,000. So you're 40 times over the extreme concern level. And uh, the slight concern level is 10. And you're at 40,000. So let's turn that off. Okay. And then your cordless phone base station, it's always transmitting, whether you're using it or not. So let's turn that off. Okay. Now, that cell phone you've got there, let's put it on airplane mode and put it over by the sink. So we just turn off bing, 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 Wi-Fi, cordless phone, cell phone. And then there's some other insidious things like the streaming device on the back of the TV. It's always transmitting. It goes to the Wi-Fi. So um, one of the things that's easy to do is identify the sources and turn them off. And then the next thing is, okay, light bulbs. Um, I want to ask you this, Ella. Does anybody in your group have any of these spiral, compact, fluorescent light bulbs? Um, I'm sure some people do because it's supposed to be efficient. It's supposed to be energy-saving and cost-effective. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the big problem. People are worshiping the wrong thing. Rather than saying, I want to have a healthy environment, people are saying, I'm saving a few pennies or dollars with these bulbs that produce massive amounts of electricity. I always wonder if they're going to save enough to pay for the medical bills that those are going to cause. It didn't work out that way for my mom and dad. Um, so we just start unscrewing those bulbs, and when the dirty electricity level goes down, they go, oh, my. Um, another thing I do for a really dramatic effect is I just... Uh, if the person is feeling pain while I'm there, and sometimes I can even see them fidgeting, um, I'll say, I'll be right back. And I go out and turn off the main power panel. And this last house I met uh, down in Richmond, California, um, the wife said, oh, my gosh, the pressure in my head is gone. And I haven't felt this good in a couple of years. All we did was turn off the main power panel. So that means... Electricity in general is bothering this person. And this person, I would say, was on the extreme level of being disturbed by electromagnetic radiation. So all of that's free. And I can also create a sleep sanctuary by the bedroom. It's got to be no EMF. Even if you're healthy, you want to have no EMF in your bedroom. So we check, we measure the bed or wherever they're sleeping, and we find out which circuit breakers are putting an electric field onto the bed. And people say, well, I turn off the light switch at night. So, well, that doesn't take the voltage off the wires. 
as long as that wire is turned on at the main circuit panel, it's got voltage and it's radiating an electric field and dirty electricity. So the best room in the house is the one at the opposite end of the house from the electric panel. That's going to be easy to turn off the circuit breakers for that room and maybe the room above it and maybe the rooms beside it. But you want to create an electrically dead zone for at least 10 feet in all directions, upstairs, downstairs, next room over. No electricity in those rooms. And people sleep like a baby. However, I was just talking to a person in Tennessee. The wife has this huge list of symptoms ever since they moved into this house. And their bed is right up against the wall where the smart meter is. And their bed is directly over the main electric panel, which is in the basement right below the bed. Now, in that case, there's really no way you can turn off enough circuit breakers. So I said, in your case, you have to turn everything off for a couple nights and see if you feel better. Either that or find a way to sleep at the other end of the house. Get away from as many energized wires as possible. And they said, yeah, okay, um, I'm sleeping better. Now what? But I don't want to do this forever. I don't want to go out there and rain in my bare feet and turn the thing off and on. Okay, so we have an automatic switch. There's a little controller, you know, smaller than a TV controller. You push a button, it turns off whatever circuits you need to turn off automatically. And it also turns them all back on automatically in case you need all the lights to go on. But when people do that, they don't have any electromagnetic interference. They may have microwave radiation coming in, so that's why we need to paint the walls and the ceilings. But we find a way to make the person feel healthier, and you know, some of it's going to cost hundreds of dollars for paint and shielding. And I would suggest do not spend any money on any kind of shielding until you know exactly what type of EMF you're dealing with, how powerful it is, and which direction it's coming from. Because I see a lot of money spent on expensive, good shielding material, but they didn't put it upright, and uh, they didn't put it in the right location. Um, sometimes we have to come back with an electrician and spend a day or two fixing code violations that are causing magnetic fields. I find those, and there's a there's a blog on my website about wiring code violations and movies. Um, this is a case where the building inspector didn't catch the electrician. He was either not well informed enough or was trying to get by with a fast one to save some time. Um, one out of four homes has these even brand new million dollar homes um, and some of the levels I see are extremely toxic like 15 milligauss um, running the length of the house and they have a six month old baby you know that's a perfect recipe for ADD autism or childhood leukemia now I don't talk about things unless I can you know bring up a paper that can support what I say so on my website, I have the Bioinitiative 2000 there. And you can you know, go to that link. If you want to download the whole 28 meg document, it's a good idea because then you can do a word search for magnetic fields or autism or, say, sperm damage. There's a study in there that shows that if you put a cell phone in your pocket, if you're a man, 
two hours later, your sperm viability has been reduced 40%. And you're not even using the phone. It's just looking for the tower because it pings a couple times an hour. So what I want to know is with your group of sensitive people or hypersensitive people, how many of them are still using cell phones? I'd say you have to get away from all of this. It's not like you cannot, an alcoholic can't switch from Jack Daniels to beer and expect to recover. He's got to have nothing. And the doctors that I see at the conferences I go to say, you've got to have a complete fast, a complete electromagnetic fast, an absence of this in order to recover for a couple of weeks. And then you might be able to start using some of the things you used to use. And if you get any symptoms, you have to back off immediately again. You can't tough it out. You can't build up a resistance. You have to rebuild your immune system. And that means sheltering in place, create a sleep sanctuary, and make sure you're not being exposed from outside your house. So uh, solutions run from free that take two or three minutes up to expensive that takes two days for me and an electrician to figure out what kind of a mess the previous contractor made out of the house. Is that enough detail on that? Yeah, that's great. Um, so people that are, so you, we know we've had discussions about targeted individuals as well. So kind of the first step, you say when people call and they're concerned about being targeted, you try to to decipher whether they're just extremely electromagnetic sensitive um, and kind of rule out um, uh, the obvious issues in your mind. Well, we have to deal with, you know, everybody has these problems in your house. And uh, before we can find out if you're being targeted or from where, we have to get rid of the major problems. So it's kind of like ruling things out. Okay, let's get rid of this. Let's get rid of that. Let's turn off the power. Let's have you sleep in a, in a bedroom that has no electricity in it for a couple of days and see how you feel. Quite often, people feel better. So, yeah, you have to get rid of the overt, powerful influences of just regular EMF that every house has before you can find out more of the subtle stuff or the intermittent but powerful stuff that might be bothering people, you know, intelligently directed stuff. Um, when I do data logging, which is recording the power level of, say, microwave radiation over time, um, there's huge spikes in the middle of the night. You know, there's cell phone towers looking up this second-story bedroom window. You know, there's dozens of them, you know, half a mile away to five miles away. But for some reason, in the middle of the night, sometimes the power level goes way up. And I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know what it is, but... A data log is like a seismograph chart, and I think we've all seen those. You know, when earthquakes happen, the seismograph goes crazy. So if everything's kind of quiet in the middle of the night, why does it suddenly go up 10 or 20 times more powerful for 5 or 10 minutes? I get a lot of people that say, I'm, I'm awakened in the middle of the night at 2 a.m., and I just feel like there's electricity going through my body. Okay, so we can do a data log to see if there's something going on. But municipal microwave transmission, uh, they do data dumps in the middle of the night when nobody's using cell phones. 
you know, it's uh, most cell phone traffic starts about five in the morning, goes all day. There's a peak again around 4:30 or five, and it stays high use all the way till about 11 o'clock at night, and it tapers off drastically, kind of like tides. It goes up and down. But there's some people dumping huge amounts of microwave radiation in the middle of the night, and I don't know what it is. It could be municipal, you know, intercommunication of some kind, but it's just there, 20 times more powerful than it was five minutes ago. And some people sleep right through it, and other people, they get awakened with pain. Yeah, I know about that. So, um, so I'm having some issues with my board. Unfortunately, I can't see. I can only see one caller on my board, so I would love to take questions, but unfortunately, I can't see a single person. So, I'm not sure what to do about that. We well, you can ask me questions. Ask me the kind of questions uh, you know. Um, um, ask me the kind of questions you think they might typically ask. In fact, you've you've got. I sent you some questions. There's quite a few different things there you can yeah, query well, me about. Okay, so I guess we can go to. I sure wish I could get their in, in input because they have. I'm to here, do. Ella. I just unmuted myself. Hi. Yeah, this I can't see anybody on the board. I have nobody. I see you in North Georgia, and that's it. Okay. Uh, I started and I waited, and then I just went and unmuted. So, but thank you um, for having the this call and. Um, hi, this is Sue, and you know, for the guest who doesn't know the community. Um, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for your information, information and research, and how you're very articulate in explaining the phenomenon that people are experiencing. Um, I also want to express gratitude for people like you who are going into this field because I believe, probably like you do that this is going to be a wave of the future in business and household care and health care. And um, so I think there's going to be a growing business and probably range of products that will go along with it in the next 10 to 20 years. Um, I would like to uh, express also the possibility that some of your customers are already targeted individuals. They just don't know about it. Many of us on this call are well-informed and somewhat scientific in our own endeavors, you know, trying to heal ourselves. And so um, there might be a way for you to have a separate survey for your customers to find out if this is natural or naturally occurring, um, you know, just normal day-to-day, um, you know, household, dirty electricity and spikes in uh, you know, electrical usage, and a, another set of questions that can help you determine whether they have been targeted. And I'm sure one of us in this community can help you come, come up with those questions because some of the directed energy weapons that are being used on us as experimenters, experimentees for the military and uh, other intelligence communities are not just run-of-the-mill you know, vibrations in the feet or kind of a headache, but, you know, we get debilitating injuries and sleep deprivation, which is uh, 
consciously torturing us. I mean, they are consciously, you know, trying to torture us. So if you can inform yourself and come up with a way to determine, you know, differentiate the normal customers from the specialized cases, um, it might help. It might help you also. Um, Well, thanks. Uh, Everybody's a special person to me. And... um, Yeah. Um, I'm always open to, you know, look and detecting and locating whatever might be bothering them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and in this case of this woman that was feeling pain and suffering in the middle of light night, I said, well, I can do a 24-hour data log and we can look at the radiation levels. Yeah. And um, I don't know if it was just due to the ignorance of man or if somebody was intentionally trying to blast the area, but the power level went up 20-fold several different times during the night. Right. It's like if you're in a music uh, hall and somebody turns up the volume 20 times louder, there's going to be a lot of pain. Um, So it's pretty obvious, but I'm, you know, I'm... which sometimes we don't know what the source is. Well, all we can see is the levels are going up. Right. So, um, yeah, right. I'm open to, and a lot of people, if they're targeted individuals, they let me know, you know. Oh, they They'll, do? Okay. Oh, yeah, they let me know. I imagine that in California you're getting a lot of those because California is heavily um, bombarded and uh, the population seems to have a lot of people coming out speaking up about it. The main thing is, first, you know, I take a very objective look at it. We have to detect it. We have to measure it. We have to find out where it's coming from. Um, If people say it's intermittent, you know, I'll offer that we can do data logging. And that's a good way to get a fingerprint over 24 hours of when it's happening. So, uh, and, you know... Sometimes we can figure that out. Other times we can't figure out what the source is. But I do have directional antennas, so then we can point them at various points on the horizon and see where they're coming from. You know, is it coming from next door? Is it coming from the north or the south or the west or the east? <clears throat> and, uh, you know, some people are getting radar. Um, there's there's all kinds of different sources. But, uh I, you know, I'm just there to detect it and measure it and find out how to avoid it for the client, however it is. Right. Well, and I do know help. that the, mili- the military, you know, I've been reading some of their papers. They've been experimenting on getting voice to be heard by the nerves in your brain since 1960. Uh, Dr. Alan Fry wrote about that, and it's called microwave hearing. Yeah, voice to skull. That started in the 50s, actually. Um, well, they've known about it a long time. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> I think the Defense Intelligence Services, um, I was just looking at their paper the other day that they made in the 70s or 60s. They said, if if we adopt more stringent levels of microwave radiation for our country, it would interfere with commerce and the military. Yeah. So they're worried about commercial sales, which lead to taxes, and the military, because the military, uh, uh, <clears throat> they want to have these silent weapons. 
they're making these weapons. And I've read, you know, cases where women protesting uh, a U.S. base over, overseas that had nuclear weapons, the women standing around uh, uh, protesting, they were irradiated with microwave radiation. And a lot of them got cancer in a few years. Mm-hmm. See, the problem is it's an invisible toxin. It's an invisible bullet. It doesn't leave an entry wound. It doesn't leave any blood. It does its work silently on the inside of your body. So <clears throat> whether it's intentional or or just misguided ignorance of man, it's very hard to prove. There's no smoking yeah. gun. There's no knife wound. There's no forensic evidence. But we're getting better at, <clears throat> you know, uh, Urine samples, we can see when people are being exposed due to the reduction in dopamines. There's getting to be more biomarkers out there all the time that we can actually say this is what happens when you're exposed. Yeah. No, it's it's perfectly, you know, timely for you to come forward with your type of business and try to, you know, like you said, a house doctor um, for electronics. I think that's a really good way to put it and um you know if i if i could turn off your energy of my house or and i have i mean i went out into the wilderness where there wasn't any power lines any plumbing any kind of wi-fi everything i owned was turned off or given away and i was still getting hit so that's that's how i know that uh you know there are other sources that's when i knew it and then you know, what can you do to turn off a satellite that's following you? You know, how can you turn off the radar? So that's, well, that's that would be measurable, you know. Um, <clears throat> that what I have found, and I, I found my own, my I was in this category when I first started, too. Um, I bought a few basic meters. You know, I, I, I found out that the, the needles went up and down depending upon which way I pointed them. But... You really have to get a comprehensive analysis of, okay, what are all the possible ways that EMF of any kind is being generated in your house or is coming into your house? It can come in on the water pipe. It can come in on the TV cable. Uh, It can come in on the earth. Sometimes there's electricity, high levels of voltage in the ground. So just standing on the ground and touching a water pipe at the same time can cause big problems for you. Mhm. Yeah, so, I'm uh, I'm a big advocate of studying space weather. Also, I'm really interested in geomagnetic storm activity. In fact, we're moving into a KP. Well, we just came out of a KP seven storm overnight, and that's tremendous amount of energy coming from the solar wind. And uh, that wind actually not only does it penetrate the you know, magnetosphere that is protecting the Earth. But that magnetosphere pulses. There's something called a PC rate, if you look it up. It's a yeah, I've, I've had other people that definitely, they knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that when there's major solar storms, they have a lot of pain and suffering. Absolutely. I'm just, you know, I'm bringing that up because this week might be one of those weeks. And But I wanted to suggest that you said underground currents. Well, this Yeah, it's a ground current, but sometimes the magnetosphere also pulses through the ground, so it looks like it's just coming from the ground, but it's part of an arc 
that's continuing. Well, we, you know, the the the, the thing is, if you can, we have a very strong belief that if you can create a sleep sanctuary where you don't have any problems, and you can shield your bedroom so that you aren't going to get any microwaves, any electric fields, dirty electricity. You can create a sleep sanctuary. If you can recharge in peace and solitude overnight, you can recover, and you can endure more of this stuff during the daytime. But if you're already on the ragged edge and you don't get any sleep, you can expect to get worse. Yeah. Because the body can heal and repair itself, but it has to have safe haven to do that in. Yeah. Now, I, I just want you to know I'm keeping the conversation going for Ella. Do you have other people? Can you see your board now? And do you want to unmute some more people? I can I ask a question? Can I ask yeah, a go question? Go ahead. Sure. Do you have any knowledge or um, on acoustics? Well, um, I do know that uh, one of my uh, uh, friends and colleagues on the East Coast um, they're actually hired an acoustic engineer, and they found a, a pure tone is generated anytime you're within the um, city area where they have elevated uh, power lines. Um, this whole so-called smart grid with these smart meters, and some of the smart meters actually transmit dirty electricity as the form of communication it's called power line carrier signal. It's actually making a tone come off of the wires, and it's driving some people crazy. They can't get away from it. It goes right through the end of the house. So they have to hire an acoustic engineer, and they're normally two to $5,000 to come out and do a study. Hmm, nice. Okay. Well, that counts me out. They, they stole all my savings, so I'm out of luck. Um, I'm, it's really... The guy across really the street is uh, audio and video. He he installs commercial audio and video systems, and um, he he's trained his 16 year old boy. He goes, oh, I've seen him. I have actually seen him do it with my own eyes. And he goes over be, between the next house and their garage, and he's got something, but it pulses this huge ball like a cannonball of acoustics straight through my bed and I mean it not only hits me but a few times it was so strong it went through the guy's house next door his dog went nuts he went out in the street yelling blah 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 Um, everybody around here knows what's going on with me and most of them are part of it organized stalking what can I say but what can I so I have to hire this acoustic engineer to figure out how to protect myself against acoustics? Um, I think that would be the kind of person, if you know it's definitely acoustics, um, do that. Of course, uh, Well, I know something. who's doing it. I know his name. I've seen his kid do it. And, yeah, well, then and, uh, I don't know, but, you know, I... I I offer advice, but I have people sign a disclaimer, sometimes just telling people, uh, you know, we have a noise ordinance here in this town, and you're making an unusual and painful noise. Uh, you have to cease and desist, 
or I'm going to file an official police report against you. I don't care what kind of gadget you've got. I've seen you aiming at me, and uh, if I see it one more time, it's not going to be well for you, so just stop it. You know, you might even have to write it into a stern letter or have an attorney write the letter. That's an idea. I haven't tried that one yet. Well, some people just like to torment people, you know, any way they can. And um, if you let them know you're onto them and you, you know, pay an attorney two or three hundred dollars to write a stern letter. Okay, I'll put that under advisement. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so now I can see a few people. I know there's 80 people on the call, and I see about 10 people. <laughs> so I'm going to um, West Washington State. I can tell you have your hand up. Hi, West Washington State. You're on air. Hi, how you doing? <clears throat> well, thanks for coming. I really, we really appreciate the educational uh, explanations that you got going on here. Um, so who do you what would you recommend if you're um, if you're in the Seattle area is there anybody up here that you would recommend or that you would know well you know if you go to the uh, international institute for building biology and ecology or just put in buildingbiology.net and then you go to the find an expert page um there's several dozen people listed and um <clears throat> I know there is a builder up there in your area named Scott Appert. He's a contractor, specializes in building low EMF housing, which is the best way to go. Start off from scratch and build it right the first time. What's his, uh, name? What's his name again, Scott? What? Appert, A-P-P-E-R-T. But if you go to buildingbiology.net, you're going to find out all kinds of information, and you'll see why we're house doctors. <clears throat> you know, we do more than yeah. just EMF. Some of these guys, they do mold mildew, paints, varnishes, fabrics, uh, materials, all those things are toxic too. Uh, I'm just specializing on EMF because it's the fastest growing field. But you'll, if you go to the find an expert and then go to the consultants section, you'll see a whole list of people, their names, their phone numbers, a little bit about them, and links to their websites. Well, we really appreciate it. We have a major problem on our hand with um, the new toys that are coming out. The, um, the federal agencies and some of the locals are able to borrow these, and it's just their mentality to go out and test them. And, oh, you mean uh, like the toys that the police department gets? Yes, yes. That's in federal um, Unfortunately, a lot of us are dealing with that. Yeah. And, uh, um, <clears throat> I that's, was just... That's the, <laughs> Well, That's they think that no one's going to catch them at it. You know, unfortunately, unless you're there with your meter, I mean, I got my meters, but they're not turned on all the time. But, exactly. Uh, they can come by and just say, let's harass that guy once a night. You know, once a night we're going to pull over and aim this thing at his house. I don't know. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But they figure no one's going to catch us and how they're going to prove it, you know. Well, it's a, it, unfortunately, it's a little more than that. They have – they um, – they, keep it on that person for uh, forever and uh, and if they're if they um, they use a variety of, of techniques and um, toys um, but the good thing about you and um, your education is uh, like a data log would definitely 
would uh, pick up whatever is available. Um, I'm, I'm more than willing to uh, come up with um, a list of everything that they have, and I'm sure there's other people that already have it that you're going to get, and that would help be, as far as the you know meter or such that those people would need. That's all I, I would have to look at because yeah, no. People, let me let me stop you just for a second. If you've got a list, mm -hmm. if you want to communicate with me, I have a contact form on my website. And it's real easy. You just give me your name, give me your zip code. You don't have to tell me your street address at this point. And then, you know, give me your phone, you know, if you want to get a call. And uh, type out your questions. And uh, there's, a you know, a box you can fill out and ask questions or say what your concern is. So that's a great way, you know, to communicate with me uh, for specific information. I encourage everybody to do that. I, you know, give people 10 minutes of no charge consulting just to see if I can help them out. But, yeah, if you if these people, how are they bothering you? Well, how are they using these things <clears> in well, your they, area? Uh, unfortunately, it's kind of a, a very um, uh, scary story, but uh, uh, this happened and started in, in, um, in Colorado. And uh -huh. uh, it was, they were using the, uh, a uh, version of the, uh, of what you were mentioning before about the Navy with the with the noise in your ears, with the vibration, and now they were shooting it. Because today they have different variations. You know, in other words, if they discover it in 1950, 1960, it's gone into the mainstream of corporations where they make it. One manufacturer's in Florida, and then there was another guy who was in USA Today, and he wanted to uh, solely supply the police forces. So <clears throat> it started there. I... There was this town was surrounded by fires. I freaked out. I was like, hey, and I thought it was somebody was playing a trick and put something in the house. And then um, I, I left. I packed up and moved. And I went to another uh, nearby city. And unfortunately, uh, they tried to take it to the extreme. They use, um, they use the antennas at a nearby police station. And, uh, you know, I thought my heart was going to explode. Uh, I mean, I was getting decimated. I don't even want to get into it. So uh, <clears throat> I left there and went to uh, the Pacific Northwest, and it's just been uh, progressively worse and worse and worse 24-7. So, uh, I mean, it's bad, 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 bad. Well, now I can't. It's bad. Um, there are some places where you can take shelter. You know, soldiers take shelter by getting down in a foxhole. And mm -hmm. um, uh, one of the things here, you know, if I was looking for a house, I'd want to get one that had surrounded by tall evergreen trees with no view of any other buildings, ridgelines, or valleys, just surrounded by dense trees. That blocks microwave radiation unless it's coming from above. So, um, you know, I'd want to, that site selection is very important. Um, no, I hear that. I hear you. You know, you want anyway, to get a bedroom. I, I had better news. <laughs> I wish I had oh. better news, but they yeah, contact uh, me by a contact form. I'd be happy to take a look at it. Okay, yeah, and uh, I'll I'll look for the people here. I'm contacting the university. There's a couple specialists here, a couple different um, people at the university that specialize in um, in cell um, analysis for um, um, radiation type weaponry type, you know, radiation period. Now, speaking of <laughs> weapons, most people don't realize that that most modern appliances that have been built in the last few years have a microwave transmitter in them to communicate right. with a smart meter. 
and it's called the Home Area Network. Um, the idea is that the utility company will be able to turn off your power when there's a shortage. But these uh, freezers, washers, dryers, dishwashers, they're all communicating. And I know people that are getting sick. In fact, David Stetzer, who's quite an expert on dirty electricity, um, I heard him say several times he got a new freezer from Sears and it made him sick because it was always transmitting. Then he, he had to shop around and find one that only transmitted when you opened the lid, but it still made him sick. So we're being exposed in our house with the things that we're buying with our own money, and they're not advertising that it's a transmitter. Now, the other thing about levels, there's a paper out there by Carl Blackman, and he says that uh, it doesn't take a lot of power. Uh, there's certain frequency windows. Sometimes a lower power of the same frequency is more damaging than a higher power. But depending upon the frequency, the amplitude, and the modulation pattern, you can drive people crazy with the uh, uh, microwave radiation. Oh, they're trying. <laughs> they're oh yeah, they're trying. But you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna win here. But uh, you know, the direction is the the malicious direction is um, it's just unbelievable. And uh, it's really taken its toll on our society. So they've turned it into uses for their own means, which is unfortunately an overview that I've noticed is a control model. And to scare, you know, it's just ridiculous. And or to um, <clears throat> instigate and um, promote specific laws that are a control model. And uh, it's just un un unfounded, unbelievable. And uh, so I'm glad you're aboard. And uh, I'll shoot you an email, and uh, I'll let you know what's going on accumulatively. I'll contact sure. you. And what's your name? Piece. My name's Al. Hi, Al. I'm in the Pacific Northwest. Anyway, the the these these guys specialize in radio frequency cell damage. These um these two professors. So I'm going to try to contact their their students. He's got his PhD, and and see if they're interested in um in you know doing some research. Well, I've definitely, you know, you know, while we're while we're talking about cell damage. In my video section on my website, you'll find it if you probe around and put in all the links. I've got pictures of what microwave radiation does to your red blood cells. Within minutes, it changes the shape of the blood cell. And um, the, the, some of these videos put out by Professor Dr. Magda Havis from Trent University in St. Petersburg, Canada, they're really excellent because she's taken out all the scientific mumbo-jumbo and she explains exactly what's making people sick. And uh, she makes it very easy to understand. So looking at the videos on my website would be a good jumping off place. Well, yeah, I'll see you when the next time you're in Portland, and maybe you can just take a little hopper up here. We'll talk. I'll see what your schedule is, and uh, we'll see what you think if you want to do that. And uh, we'll see what's going on. Oh, are you in Portland here. or Seattle? I'm in, Se in the Seattle area. Oh, Okay. Yeah, Scott Appert would be the best one there. Otherwise, in okay. Portland area, there's a nurse named Nancy Messinger. Uh, she's on the building biology list, too. She was a classmate of mine during our courses. But you, I can't oh, wow. stress enough that you need to have the right meter. You need to know how to use it and how to measure it, because otherwise you really don't know what it is. Exactly. exactly. It's not like That's smoke coming out of a 
chimney where you can say, see that air pollution? You know, we're all choking on it. <laughs> it's hard to do any kind of research when you're feeling like this or learn new things, especially when you're not technology savvy to begin with. You know, so it's, it's kind of difficult. Uh, that's why uh, a professional um, is, is what you need. So, uh, well, I, I just work. hope and pray that I don't become symptomatic. Um, you better watch. Yeah, you definitely better watch the applications. It, they, what they a lot of times what they'll do um, when your back is turned, they'll try to uh, use a cell phone directed at you, et cetera, et cetera. So just watch yourself. Be careful. Don't be. Don't be just like you know everything's everything because they're they're definitely out there in packs and uh, you know all of us that we're talking to you are just regular normal people minding their own business or doing what they were raised to do and uh, they're law-abiding people or, and look at us. You know, we're, 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 we're you know, fighting for our lives. Well, I do so, have some uh, people that uh, can no longer come into Sacramento and uh, they had to move to northern Idaho or rural New Mexico and they don't feel well in urban areas at all. I believe it's, it. Sometimes there's a traumatizing event, like the so-called smart meter has traumatized and damaged so many people, and some of them never recover even when they get away from it. Well, I heard in Tacoma, I heard in Tacoma, Washington, they um, they pulled all the smart meters because they became unreliable. I'm not 100% on that, but that's what an electrician told me. So they went back to all analog and coma. Well, they are having a lot of problems. They did rush into this. It is an ex- it's, it's a technology experiment, and it's also a biological experiment. So the problem is they're so happy with their new toys, even if they're not trying to hurt you, they're going to because they don't realize what they can do to you. They're trying. Okay, with all these people that are here that are listening to you, they're 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 victims of people that are intentionally doing this to them. Well, I'd okay, like most, to find out more about them, that. Most of them, they hey, are. Hi, hello, hi. hi. This is Melinda, uh, Sherman Oaks, California. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, I received a notice from the DWP that they were going to be handing out LED lights free couple to each customer. Uh-huh. I also read in Dr. Mercola's newsletter two days ago that LED lights are the worst thing in the world. They can cause blindness and macular degeneration. Um, I read that as well. Yeah, so uh, he's kind of my guru. So what what do we do about that? I mean, I have uh, incandescent lights I get at the dollar store. That's all right. I have. I took out the curly Q ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are your feelings about that? And one other thing, a lady in chat wants to ask him, ask you if aluminum screening material around a smart meter can help. So uh, I'll go on mute, and if you can answer, that would be appreciated. Okay. Thank you. Um, well, <clears throat> Um, I test light bulbs. Like personally, I use LED lights, um, and uh, but I test them three ways. I go down to the store. I buy ten different kinds. I have a test rig where I test them with an oscilloscope for spectrum analysis and uh, waveform analysis, a Stetzer meter to see if they're producing dirty electricity on that measurement device. And then I use a AM radio set down below 540, and that tells me if it's putting off any radio frequency radiation through the air. So um, a lot of people's uh, vision problems 
can be caused by lack of carotenoids, particularly the carotenoid lutein. Uh, so a you know a antioxidant deficient diet can lead to macular gene de- degeneration even if you wear sunglasses your whole life. Um, but in LED, they can be just as dirty as a CFL compact fluorescent bulb. You have to test them. And even when you find a clean LED bulb, well, you better buy a bunch of them because in six months they may be using different subcomponents and then they could be very, very dirty. Same exact bulb, packaging, model, and everything. But the safest bulb for sure is the incandescent bulb. And who cares if it costs another 10 or 15 bucks per month? That's peanuts compared to the first day in the hospital for some sort of cancer or something. Blindness, yeah. Um, because my girlfriend is getting um, ocular migraines, which are very unusual, and she went blind in one eye for a half hour mm-hmm. uh, last week. And I just sent her the LED thing because the doctor's kind of mystified. So, you know, the strange um, things are coming out about all this stuff that not enough research has been done. And testing That's true. and time. Except for the FDA, and they test their own stuff, so well, it comes okay. out. Okay, now the the next thing about <clears throat> the smart meter, if you're in DWP territory, I believe that they allow you to get rid of your smart meter. And that was uh, a lot of that work was done by a school teacher named Anura Lawson. Anura Lawson. Um, she's in the movie <coughs> Take Back Your Power. I don't know if you've seen it, but yeah. go to the very excellent film Take Back Your Power and watch it. But I think DWP says that you can, uh, that's the Department Locked of Water. Out. Yeah. Are you talking yes. L.A. Department of Water and Power? No, well, the lady who was asking lives in Pennsylvania. Oh. Okay, well, if you put aluminum screen over your smart meter, that might be good if it's irradiating your backyard, but keep this in mind. It's reflecting all that microwave radiation back into your power panel, and it will transmit onto your wiring. Now, there's a video on my on my YouTube channel, which is Windheim EMF Solutions, and it's talking about toxic frequencies from a smart meter being transmitted onto your household wiring. This is a whole other problem. It puts the radio frequencies back onto your wiring, and then your whole house, all the wires are like an antenna radiating in on you. Wow, wow. So if you put shielding over the outside of your meter, it's just going to reflect it further back into the meter canister and onto your wiring. So that's the only solution is to get rid of the doggone thing. Um, thank you so much. Wow, sure. so much to think about. Well, that's why I say people think I got to get some protection. I got to get some shielding. It can make things worse. Yeah. There's not really one clean unit of anything for us. No clean air. No clean water. No clean food. No clean electricity. It's very hard. It's a very stressful life in this country. Well, that's what building biologists are all about. We hold seminars. We have classes. We have conventions. We have free videos on our website. And we're very concerned. Um, You know, there's a lot of easier ways to make money in this world. But we do this because we really care about ourselves and other people. And we want to show them how to have clean air, have clean water, uh, avoid mold, avoid toxic chemicals. And I specialize in <clears throat> minimizing man-made radiation, whether it's intentional 
or or accidental. Yeah, appreciate you your being here. What is your first name? Eric. 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 Now, I want to give a, a few tips about appliances. Whatever you do, do not get an energy efficient heater or air conditioner that has a variable speed motor. Those make a lot of dirty electricity. And you don't want uh, an electric induction stove. That's the kind where it heats the pot, but not there's no burner. It just heats the pot. That makes a tremendous amount of dirty electricity. And you don't want to sleep or sit within five feet of a refrigerator because they put off a huge magnetic field. So don't sleep on the other side of a wall from a washer, a dryer, a dishwasher, or a refrigerator. And please, never sleep up against the wall where the electric panel is. It's never safe there. It leads to miscarriages, ADD, and autism. You're always going to get a 5 to 6 to 10 milligauss magnetic field up against the wall by the electric panel. If it's on that room, sleep on the other side of the room, even if it's awkward. And whatever you do, don't buy any appliances built after 2012 because they started putting these transmitters in them. I mean, we bought used equipment. In fact, our 30-year-old dryer just broke $25 worth of parts. You know, I'll repair it just like I did last time. Don't buy these new things. They've all got a microwave transmitter in them, and it can bother people, make them sick. Well, more more than that, I think it's total surveillance too. I mean, that's what uh, that uh, um, oh that general who's fired. Oh, that's uh, Doctor General David Petraeus. Petraeus, yes. Yeah, yeah. He said, and uh, it's funny. This happened just before his career was taken down by a so-called yeah. sexual imperial. His love tapes were released. <laughs> he uh, he said. We have the ability to spy on you through your dishwasher. And if we can, we probably will. Now, here's how that works. All these so-called smart appliances, they know when you open the door on the fridge. They know when you use it. So they know when you're home. They know you. And that, that appliance sends a signal to the smart meter. And all this data, your usage pattern, your your absentee pattern, like, you know, if I was a jewelry thief, I'd want to know when people are gone. So, you know, if you get a hold of this data, it says these people are not home on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at all. So that's when we want to go into their house and do whatever we want to do. It, it's electronic surveillance is what it is. It's electronic wiretap. And it, it they definitely want this data. What else? What other kind of questions here? Uh, you know, we, we could talk about safe solutions, um, yeah. what type of meters you might want to get. You know, I have some meters on my website, some simple, easy-to-use meters. I caution you about going out and just buying a meter from a meter salesman. They're in the business of selling meters, and I meet a lot of people that have bought really expensive stuff, but it's not what they need. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to go to, we have some questions. I'm going to go to Northwest California, and thank you so much for coming on. I'm sorry we've had some technical difficulties. We've been having some issue with this platform. Sure. So thank you so much for your patience. Okay, Northwest California, you're on the call. Hello. Hi, Ellis. Can you hear me, Eric? Yes. Hey, um, Eric, this is Dawn DeVore in Sacramento. Oh, hi, Dawn. Um, How are you doing? I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm really glad to hear you on the call and sharing all this great 
information. Um, so um, just for everybody listening out there, I, I've met Eric, and he came in, and, and he went through my entire house, and it was amazing how much of this dirty electricity and, and other things that I wasn't even aware of. Um, and the one thing I didn't hear him mention was your microwave, probably one of the most astounding things he said was, you know, um, put a, so he did a measurement and he said, put a cup of water in the microwave and turn it on and stand back. And so he stood back about five feet. And once I turned it on, the meter went, I don't remember what the number was, Eric, but it was crazy insane. And that was with the door closed. So, so it's not like, Nothing escapes out of that thing when you're when you're using it. It's because you got the door closed. So I found that pretty astounding. Um, but what he started out to say was was kind of the road that I was going down. And, and again, Eric, thanks so much for sharing. Um, which is, uh, I you know, I wanted him to come out and do this rule out throughout my house and um, test everything, and so that I kind of had a baseline to say, you know, this is what my house is naturally putting out, or or normally occurring, depending upon what you got. Like, get rid of the microwave, get rid of the Wi-Fi, get a landline, get a cable. <laughs> so I've done all of those things, and you put filters on my plugs, and the numbers were just radically less by the time he was all done. And he even stood on my roof <laughs> and um, picked up a pretty heavy, um, I think it was a 4G signal with his uh, directional antenna, was able to show me it was coming from the next-door neighbor's house. But... So anyway, um, I think the thing that I know that I'm most frustrated, and you just hit on it, is that so now you've got this baseline established to where pretty much you know exactly what your house is normally putting out. And then the next step, of course, would be after we've implemented all of the the tips and shielding, like you told me to do, which I have one more thing left to do, but um, then start doing the data logging. And... Even with that, though, Eric, I think the most frustrating thing is that, you know, if, you know, you're, you're doing the data logging and he sets the equipment up in your home and then it registers everything that's going on, you know, overnight and it creates this, you know, really sophisticated graph that, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think, does it even tell you the different frequencies that these are traveling in? Well, the spectrum analyzer hooks up to the electric wires. Uh, the radio frequency radiation, I don't have a spectrum analyzer for that. Those are very expensive, but we measure a band of frequencies, you know, as low as 27 megahertz and as high as 10 gigahertz. So all we can say is the volume of radiation. And, you know, there could be spikes at your house like there was at this other woman's house. You know, why does it go up 20-fold in the middle of the night? What's going on there? Well, and therein lies the problem, and um, I think that you're going to find the same thing in my house because that's and, – and probably everybody else on this call um, – they target you most heavily at night when you're sleeping because you're a sitting duck. You know, um, you're laying there in one position, and they can just dose you up with this stuff. And now, I want to let so, you know that you can shield your attic. You know, if that's the case, you can uh, – you can shield the bedroom to reflect microwave radiation. Uh, can I interject on this? Because a lot of this is misdiagnosis um, on our own mind because I've noticed, you know, through time, I've been attacked for 40-some years, and these devices, these ELF or whatever the neighbors use to burn us and take over neighborhoods and whatnot, they take 
maybe three days to fully um, destroy, you know, go backwards through your nerves because your lymph is, you know, backing up and because it's cut through the cells. You mentioned uh, a website that talks about the effects of, but what I think they're using here is sonic and ELF ultrasonic. And uh, I, I've been using the uh, Trifield to uh, find the devices. It works fairly good. But now they're using two vehicles. Most of the attacks are parking lots, you know, shopping. And they'll bring in cars, one or two cars, and get you from different angles while you're going back to your car door. And then then you get a, you get a hot flash about 10 minutes later, and then four to eight hours later the burning starts, and then the burning builds up, especially when you go to bed, you know, because the body stops it's, and the no, limp That's stops. a good point. The pain is not always instantaneous. I have clients where we walked into a, a restaurant and they said, they got Wi-Fi in here. So how do you know? I can feel it and I know it's Wi-Fi. Okay. Other people, they don't know until they go back home and then they have inflammation, joint pain. Sometimes it takes a couple hours to show up, so it's difficult to know. You know, it's not like, oh, man, I just heard a loud noise. Let me turn around. Okay, I see the source. You don't really know, and it could happen uh, minutes or hours later. So the delayed reaction, that's a good point, you know. Okay, well, well I, I think in my case, um, I know it's happening because it starts at the top of my head like a lightning bolt going through the top of my head, and it buzzes out of the bottom of my feet. So it's electrical at the same time. I don't think that that's something that I'm feeling later. I think I'm feeling that in the moment because when I slip on my rubber-soled shoes, I can kind of stop it. Um, it just depends on what they're using. But the, the frustration that I think everybody's been running into is, is um, yep, running out and then, of course, buying meters and not knowing how to use it. But it's that even if you were to, you know, set up a meter and do the data logging, that the thing that really has to happen is identifying the frequency, if it's possible, and then tracking it back to where it's coming from, or at least make an attempt and um so i was thinking about buying the meters myself too just to kind of have it for my own my own good and um then i started looking for the spectrum analyzers which i thought were super expensive but i found several companies that rent them and it was pretty affordable it was like maybe like five hundred dollars for a month and you could set that thing up and you would certainly know you know what exactly was coming into your home and you would un- know which what frequencies they were. Then my thought was, if you've already determined what is naturally occurring or normally occurring in your home, it would be the outliers, I, I would think. Um, and I don't know if that's, if that's right. This is certainly not my, my area. But I did talk with Dave Case today, and he was saying that now they're using a GPS signal and and that he thinks that it's not even detectable, so I just felt really defeated. Um, I don't know if he's on the phone with us tonight, and I really didn't quite understand it. I think he called it um, something interference, circum- circumferential interference or something like that, like a whole new world, um, using GPS signals. I don't know if GPS is RF or what, you know, how that travels or if it would even be detectable. So I think all of us are just really frustrated, and like you said in the very beginning, it is the perfect weapon. It leaves very little forensic evidence. That's why they refer to it as the active denial system. 
um, something that they can use uh, without having to worry too much about getting caught. Um, you know, it, it, it would be it would be very difficult. But I do believe that there's got to be a way, and I just keep trying to whittle it down. And my first step, of course, Eric, was in coming to you and trying to do this whole rule out, like I said, with my house. And I recommend that, you know, everybody do that because that would establish a baseline for what you've got going on. In my mind, anything that gets added to that in the middle of the night um, that wasn't one of those signals, one of those in that particular RF range, would have to be something that in addition to. Am I saying that right, Eric? And, and well, I, yeah. you're absolutely right. Like, and here's a classic example. I got a call from a really nice young father down in Vallejo, California. Uh, I gave a talk in Vallejo up to the Weston A. Price group. They're a healthy organic food group. And uh, he's, he listened to me, and we talked afterwards. And a couple of weeks later, he said, would you please come to my house? My son has been pulled out of class and they require him to see a behavioral psychologist, and he's just not acting right. He's just not acting right. So we get to the house. It's an older house built during the war. It's got knob and tube wiring, so they have lots of magnetic fields. So he's got lots of electric repair to do. Fortunately, he's a maintenance man, so he can do that. And then we found out they have a couple Xbox toys in the living room. Those things are horrible, those Xbox things. And young boys hold those things right in their waist. And it's a very, very powerful microwave transmitter. You know, there's studies about highway patrolmen getting testicular cancer because they hold their radar gun in their lap while they're, when they're not aiming it at a car. And then the scariest thing was his bed. It was a metal frame bed. You want to get a wood frame bed and a mattress without any, without any metal. You know, if, if you contact me on my website, Ask for the document called the Sleep Sanctuary, and I'll send it to you, the Sleep Sanctuary document. Um, but under his bed, he had this super powerful Wi-Fi with three antennas. And so his whole back, his whole spine from head to toe was being irradiated. And I said, that's got to go. Let's just unplug that right now and move it out of here. So about six months later, I got a call. Back. He's actually, his name is Brian. His testimony is on my website. He said, thank you, Eric, for your concern. We've followed most of your suggestions, and uh, I can tell you that all of my son's problems have gone away. Wow. So <clears throat> he knew something was wrong. Something was really wrong because the school said, your son's got to go see a behavioral psychologist, and we're yanking him out of class. So... <clears throat> um, you know, I never know what I'm going to find when I get to a house. I'm objective. It could be anything, but we'll find it. Right. And then ruling uh, it out. Um, the best thing well, you can do really, is t turn off all your electricity if you can overnight and see if that makes a difference for you. Well, it did. And I'll tell you what, you know, uh, for all the folks out there, um, with everything that we're facing, to have your house be kind of brought down to zero levels with just things and fixes that you can do inside your home made a radical difference. I was able to feel it. I, you know, I, I still recognize the other things that were coming at me, but it really made a big difference. And I also read somewhere that, that these folks who are doing this stuff to us are able to use these fields coming from your appliances and whatever the thing is against you. Um, whether that be the wiring that's in your house that's around you, I don't know how they do any of this stuff. Um, 
but I read that they could use those things against you. So turning them off, covering up, whatever you need to do is just a smart thing to do, especially for folks, you know, in our situation. So Eric, do you recommend, is there any kind of um, meter that people can get that would be, that would be the best um, to help them identify what's well, happening in their home? There's one on my website under combo meters called the Cornet ED88, and it measures magnetic fields, electric fields, and microwave radiation, and it goes all the way think, from 100 megahertz up to 8 gigahertz. It's uh, about the size of a cell phone or a smartphone, so the good thing about that is you can take it everywhere with you. Yeah. Um, the meters I use are big and clumsy and fragile, and they're expensive, and uh, my wife doesn't like me carrying them around because they're so conspicuous. But this little Cornet 88 for less than $200, um, it does three things. You can carry it with you everywhere. It's got an audible alarm, so you can set it. I put it on the dashboard and drove around, and it let me know every time there was a cell phone tower near the road. It started going beep, 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 beep. And it goes from green to yellow to red lights. So it's, it also has a histogram, which is a moving chart, kind of like a short-term data log. Um, and I think it's fairly priced, but, you know, if you send me an email, I'll, uh, I'll give you the discount code if you want to get a discount on it. But it, you're going to have to look at some videos to understand how to use it properly. And... <clears throat> Sometimes I don't like the soul meters because the person never reads the instructions and they're just calling me three or four times a day for 15 or 20 <laughs> minutes. Um, but there's good videos on how to use these devices, and the Cornet 88 is a good one for under $200. It does microwaves, electric fields, and magnetic fields. And then if you get a $100 Stetzer meter, um, that's another very important one to get. Did that yeah. help you, Dawn? Oh, let me, um, I just muted her back. <laughs> Dawn, did that answer your questions? Yeah, yeah, it did. I, I don't, I'm just ta try, toying with the idea of whether or not I should try to rent one of these spectrum analyzers, and even if I did, uh, how would I use it? you got to make sure you get one at the right bandwidth. Uh, you have to make sure, uh, you know, they come in different bandwidths. They don't go, they don't measure everything. Some of them measure low, some of them measure medium, some measure high, some of them measure ultra-high. You, you know, rather than putting $500 into renting a spectrum analyzer, if you want, you can email me at electricrose22 at Yahoo. This is Neil. Hi, Eric. Nice to meet hey, you. Hey, Neil, out there in Hawaii, huh? I'm in Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just got through a hurricane. That was pretty pretty trippy. But anyway, I have a detection equipment list that I've put together through the years, um, and I rate those cornets very high, too. Uh, they're, they're pretty sensitive. But there's a, a spectrum analyzer that will go from 54 hertz to 1,745 megahertz by getting a little $22 dongle that plugs into your USB port. So you could use a laptop to be portable. Uh, you're kind of on your own to get particular antennas to cover all the ranges, but I've got information for that too. Um, how do I say this simply? 
There's a $55 PC board called an up converter that will bring the range. Um, so about $22 for this little dongle comes with an antenna and software, and then you go to a website and and your spectrum analyzer comes up. So it's about $22 for the basic stuff, and then the up converter is a $55 PC board and maybe another $20 for the enclosure that you put it in. <laughs> and that'll give you your range from 54 hertz to... 1745 megahertz. Um, no guarantee that digital anything isn't going to be messed with, but as Eric said, uh, getting down into the extremely low frequencies, which we would like to see because uh, that's harmful stuff. And uh, one report that I've read about leveraging the power lines and the ranges that they're using also went into information about the neutral grounds of our houses are apparently through lily waves as a carrier to get these extremely low frequencies into our houses are doing it that way. But as he said, uh, anything below the 54 hertz, then you're getting into a $5,000 Aronia spectrum analyzer that goes uh, from 0.1 hertz up to whatever its high end. Um, so for, I'm really encouraging this, and I have for quite a while, that anybody that will get this SDR, which is called its software-defined radio, uh, to at least buy the basic $20 little setup on Amazon or eBay, and then buy the $55 up converter and a little pigtail wire that attaches the, the whole thing together, and it comes with one little antenna. And then I have recommendations for other antennas. If you buy the Cornet, I think it's ES or EX85S, which is about 229 that's the model that comes with a, a little connector to put an antenna on. And they have what's called a Yagi antenna, which is kind of a triangular-shaped PC board. And what's so great about them is that that one antenna covers a pretty wide range, so you don't have to keep changing antennas for things you're looking for. And then just start getting used to, um, and, you know, there's plenty of tutorials on using SDRs, and there's Yahoo groups, forums, and everything. Get used to doing things like tuning into FM radio, and and you'll be looking along, and you'll see across your display on your computer screen, little spikes, and then you'll see a big spike, and then you just dial over to where that big spike is, and sure enough, a radio station comes in. So that Yeah, you know, you... I want to mention one thing. I went to a house where I was getting radio signals from my meters off of every wire, off of every piece of metal in the yard. Wow. And I turned around, and here's a 1,500-foot-high AM-FM radio tower less than a mile away, but it's 1,500 feet high. So every piece of metal in his house was picking up the radio signal. Wow. Yeah. And re-radiating it. Yeah, and I mean, that's what's really turning out to be a problem. I've I've had a few people say, 
they dropped some small little nails on their carpet, and the nails were standing up as if the mag there was a magnetic field that big, and what's coming from underneath us isn't good, which makes having a safe ground to ground yourself or the springs in a regular mattress or anything like that not super easy to do. Um, I'm getting readings. I don't have frequency specifics, but intensity, that's not okay. Uh, using coax cable and a separate ground rod. So it's going to take more to do that. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, there's a another box to add to your SDR called Hack One. And it costs $300, but it brings you up to 6 gigahertz. Or you can just cut to the chase and you can look up RF Explorer on Amazon or eBay. And for about $350, uh, that one also goes up to 6 gigahertz. And there, there's going to be a lot of other stuff we find, um, you know, or that we're not going to find that's up higher, way higher than, than 6 gigahertz. But there's a lot of things that you can find for a reasonable price um, to cut things out. You know, like Ella said, how she got rid of wireless phones and Wi-Fi as much as she could without the neighbors, you know, relaying it through the house and your smart meter and stuff. So it shows you what's got around. Gas when I was three year old. So. Um, Anyway, if you email me at electricrose22 at Yahoo, I'll send you the detection equipment list, and I'll also send you a frequency list, which is a compilation of everything from extremely low frequencies uh, that I got from Barry Trower and what they do to us, and uh, then a whole list of who the FCC licensed what ranges or bandwidths to, uh, including science and medical research, which is unregulated, and it's turning out that all the implant research that's over at citizensaht.org, Skizit's research on the implants is showing smartphone interface with these that are supposed to only be being used by medical people, but it's... It's not just medical people. Thank you, Neil, so much. Well, you're welcome. I'm really encouraging anybody who's inquisitive enough to, you know, I mean, what Eric's saying about the cornets for the money and you're getting decibels and micro-Tesla and Gauss readings and the green, yellow, red LED level and the moving graph that will show you spikes and then an LCD that's giving you a printout of the intensity levels, and it has a pretty good range, any of those. The higher-end ones definitely are better and have more range. But, There's uh, only one drawback to it. It's a single-direction meter, so you'll have to rotate it in several different directions. Which is, you know, in a way it's good because, uh, you know, we're swimming in frequency soup, and so... Um, when James Leco talks about triangulating a signal, I, I just said, well, yeah, you're, you're showing intensity using a phone app, and that's cool, but you really have to have somebody with a spectrum analyzer standing there, too, 
because you don't know that mom might be cooking potatoes in the microwave oven, the daughter's on her cell phone, and her little brother is on the cordless phone or playing PlayStation, and all the neighbors have Wi-Fi, and everybody has a smart meter. So this is where people, more people that get spectrum analyzers and take this frequency I'm responsible list. responsible for the breakup of FFCHF. Well, you, you can say what you want, you know, but you weren't there at the board meetings, and you don't know the alphabet agencies that did everything to infiltrate and undermine. So, you know what? I'll give you my address if you want to come over and talk, and I'll tell you how it was because you don't know what you're talking about. Why do you think we started Citizens Against Harmful Technology? Derek and I are doing webinars together. We're still going. The proof's in the pudding. Go listen to my song, Waves of Darkness. Fake people don't write songs like that. It's for us. The human race is under a threat for genocide. There's no time for these childish games. If you don't have facts, then don't run your mouth. If you want to run it, come to my house. This is very important. People that will get frequency-specific information. This is about 20 people in 400 hours of R&D calls that put this whole frequency list together so that you can just look down at a list and say, all right, I'm finding this. That's a smart meter at 902 to 928 megahertz. That's somebody on a cell phone. This is a microwave oven. Oh, what's that? It's on off my computer, so I can't. Sorry. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, Neil. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put you on hold, and I'll move on to the next person. Okay, so let me go to the next caller up here, Southern California. Hi, Southern California. You're on the air. I'm um, also okay. I don't know if they're there or not, but um. There's quite a few callers. I mean, I only can see 20 callers, but it seems like everyone has their arm, their hand raised, so I'm going to try and go quickly. <coughs> Northeast New York, you're on the call. Okay, uh, Northeast New York, do you have a question? We'll come back to you. California, you're on the call. Breakup of FFCHF. I'm sorry, we don't usually have this many um, problems on the calls, but obviously you have an important message, and someone doesn't want. Sure, to I'm here. Well. I'm, I'm interested in talking with people. Yeah, it's a compliment. And so, okay, hold on one second. Central Massachusetts, you're on the call. I am having some board issues as well, so I can't see everybody. Southeast Missouri, you're on the call. Yeah, this is Dave Case. How you doing? Hi, Hi Dave Case. Uh, yeah, I was just going to uh, tell Eric a little bit, uh, a, a real cheap countermeasure for the smart meters microwaves uh, would be a 0.1 microfarad capacitor across each pole uh, 
and your fuse box. Well, now, uh, Dave, I think I heard you on a call a week or so ago, and I wanted to call you about that uh, um, disruption device you were talking about. I called your number, but it didn't work, so I'll have to try it again. Oh, you mean the countermeasure for the tinnitus? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I'm having a real high success rate. Uh, We're up to 34 people that report uh, results, and some are very dramatic. I've got a a letter here today. And and to everybody that sends the testimony letters, I do not share the names and addresses. Uh, You know, there's a few people concerned about that. I do not. Oh, yeah. No, I just, I don't know. You gave your number out uh, last week or a week or so ago with the Dave Binney uh, interview. Um, could you give your number out again so I can contact sure. you? Because sure. anything I, if, it, if it's an inexpensive device and it gets rid of this hideous ringing in the ear, people will be very grateful to get a hold of that. You know. Yeah, my phone is just blowing up, everybody. The, the amount of requests from coast to coast is just amazing. Okay, so what's your number? 573-300-1579. Okay. Yeah, I called it the other day, and it didn't even ring. I figured maybe the, the powers to be already disconnected his phone or something. But <laughs> No. So yeah, you're talking about uh, a... a a microfarad capacitor from hot to neutral in the bus bar, or what were you talking about on that? Yeah, essentially uh, from each, uh, uh, you know, your typical uh, lines coming in, your big uh, cables will be two split phase 110 and a center ground. Right. So you take like a center neutral, yeah. Yeah, and you, from the center neutral, to one leg, you put the uh, 0.1 microfarad capacitor, and then from the center leg, uh, the center ground to the other leg, you put another capacitor. And any high frequencies coming into the box would be shorted to ground immediately. So at least it would uh, eliminate, you know, the high frequencies. Anything above 60 hertz eliminate in your house wiring. But of course, if you were next to your electrical uh, box you might have a little bit uh, coming off of that. But at least it would, you know, help tremendously in your rooms. And it's cheap. And, you know, I recommend 2,000-volt capacitor ceramic. That way, uh, you know, in case there's any lightning, et cetera, it'll handle a lot more voltage. Mm-hmm. And uh, the previous caller was talking about uh, conversation I had with her, and, and she couldn't remember the modulation and method. I believe that I am curing people that are being targeted with the combination of 16 different GPS satellites at once, which is a phenomenon called constructive interference. In other words, they're sending out time variant waves. Uh, here's the best way to explain it. If you send out a single pulse of a low frequency, it is moving close to the speed of light. Uh, If you send out the next pulse after that one leaves at a little bit higher frequency, it travels slightly faster than the first one. If you send out a third pulse and a fourth and a fifth, what those pulses will do is 
combine and attack each other and then ride up on top of each other. So at a certain distance of space-time, those waves will multiply. And only at the target will you get an extremely large spike of energy. And before the target and after the target, it's very weak. So they're able to generate very high amounts of energy in very small pixels inside the body. And I was explaining to her, you know, this is what they're moving to. And you cannot measure these extremely weak signals only inside the body. Are they, man are they being manifested? Well, now we actually see uh, hot spots in midair in people's homes when we use a three-directional sure. antenna. Yeah. And what it can be is some reflection here, some reflection from your metal filing cabinet. And as you walk through the house, you'll see a fluctuation in levels. And you say, well, wait a minute. All these sources are far away because I don't have any of them in my house. But it all depends whether it's reflecting off your refrigerator, reflecting off your nice big silver mirror that you got hung up. There's a lot of things that can direct it in so that there's a hot spot so that people just don't feel comfortable sitting at the table, laying in bed. Uh, they may be lay, laying in a place where two or three different focal points are all coming together, kind of like two or three magnifying glasses all focusing on, on one spot, whereas 10 feet away, they might feel better. That's what I've noticed, just reflection hotspots, but I wasn't aware of the uh, constructive signals. That's another interesting thing to be aware of. Yeah, it's it's quite fascinating, uh, you know, how they're getting away with this and, you know, they're designing these systems around the court system. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they know what they're doing and uh, it's just a shame that they're targeting their own people. I mean, that's insane. To perfect military weapons is what I believe they're doing. Yeah, and mind control. Yep. <laughs> Can't forget that. Have power over the people. Um, okay, Dave, Case, well, thank you again so much for what you do. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take another call. Do you have any more questions? No. Okay. Thank you again. Okay. Okay, Linda Costanza. The real Linda. Come on down. <laughs> Hi, Linda. Hmm. Linda, I'm having a strange situation on the board where I don't know if people can get through. Linda? Well, I'll keep unmuting people until we can actually hear somebody. Hi, Connecticut. You're on the call. Yes, good evening. Um, I'm sorry I'm at a restaurant, um, the music in the background, but um, I'm really reaching out because uh, they have made my home unbearable. I live in Connecticut, and I'm really having a hard time, and I heard you mention something about um, the home area network system yes. um, where they put transmitters in the appliances. Yes, that's well, standard now in all modern appliances. Well, my refrigerator isn't newer, um, but they have done something to it, and 
I can't even be anywhere near my living room, dining room, or kitchen with it on. And my roommate flips out because I have to unplug it. That's how bad it is. Um, and I am plagued with the Sonic. I'm plagued with the uh, ELF Ultrasonic. Uh, they've put things all the way through my gutter system uh, that they can turn on and off. Um, I have a roommate and her 91-year-old mother living with us. Uh, she has a pacemaker. So they have put sensors, from what I'm guessing, is they have put sensors throughout my whole house and my furniture and everything else so that they can just really nail me and leave them alone. Um, I've been tested by Kidder. I do have things in me. Um, I'm being shot at. <laughs> Overhead, I mean, you name it, I'm getting it. I have active military next door that's all over me. Um, I have NSA uh, behind me. The son is NSA, and her son is a local, uh, actually retired Hartford police, um, and now works for my my town, uh, which is East Hartford, uh, as the deputy chief. <laughs> So now, what what kind of question could I assist you with? I'm sorry to hear that you're getting all this type of bombardment. Uh, how could I assist you? Um, where would they put the transmitter in the refrigerator? They they whatever it is, they need the refrigerator. They need the electricity from the refrigerator, and when they don't get that, and it's been off for like 45 minutes, they go directly for the oil burner. Uh, well, they can uh, turn anything on or off in my whole house. Okay. I have Wi-Fi coming through my house from all directions, and they keep increasing in the signal strength. Yeah, now, do you live in um, single-family or multi-family dwelling? Yeah, single. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, industry reports from the appliance industry show that 2012 was the first year they started putting home area network transmitters in appliances, and uh, it's called Zigbee. Uh, it's actually just a brand name for a lower powder-powered microwave uh, uh, transmitter, same exact frequency as uh, Wi-Fi, 2.4 gigahertz. And believe it or not, it's like one-tenth the power of a smart meter, but it's enough to make some people extremely ill around the appliance that they picked out down at the store and brought home. So um, David Stetzer just got in there, and he snipped the wire. Um, and if you, if you you have to know what you're doing because there's a lot of things that you don't want to snip down there. But very insidious. They're not telling us. And the thing is, if you real Car Carl Blackman's report, um, you'll see that uh, it doesn't take much. If it's the right frequency, it can resonate in a destructive manner with your cells. So it can be very, very low. And uh, it's, it's like there's two ways to open a door. One is with a 10-pound sledgehammer, and the other one is with a little piece of metal that weighs less than an ounce that's called a key. And you stick the key in the right spot and turn it, and you can unlock the door. And it's the same thing with these frequencies. It doesn't take massive amounts of power. It just takes the right frequency for your particular body and if it causes a destructive resonance, it's going to create uh, symptoms and health problems. So, 
you know, I don't know where where they put it, but it's part of the control system in these new modern appliances. I recommend you go down to Goodwill, Salvation Army, buy used. And they all have a nameplate on them that says when it was made. So I'd recommend 2012 or older. But um, I, I, I do recommend that you have your house examined because I've seen lots of people go through lots of money um, and they don't even know what is, is, is coming at them. So the first thing is you can't protect yourself against something that you don't know what it is or where it's coming from. So that's what I recommend as a first step. Okay, uh, examined by by who? I beg your pardon? Um, examined by who? Have my house examined by... Well, I would recommend a building biologist. There's some in New York. Um, <clears throat> and uh, see, w- w- we're trained to identify all these frequencies and power levels and where they're coming from. And then um, we can do a rule out, you know, like, Let's unplug this. Let's unplug that. Let's turn this off. Let's turn that off. Okay, do that for two days and tell me if you notice anything. And some people say, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. And then they send their husband out to turn off the circuit breaker every night for six months until he decides that he wants to get the automatic push-button remote. And then that turns the circuit breakers off with the push of a button. But once they experience the relief by turning things off, Just like Dawn said, she didn't realize that her cordless phone was putting out so much radiation, so much the Wi-Fi was putting out where she was sitting at 40,000 microwatts, 40 times over the extreme level. Um, And none of us really thought that these light bulbs that we've all been sold, these spiral light bulbs, could hurt us, but they are. Yes, I've got all that stuff out of the house. Half the house is off. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of different... In the head... Um, I've been through breast cancer, and unfortunately, I have a bad diagnosis on my other side now. Um, I mean, I, I am begging for help. I am being clobbered in my house. Well, I would recommend a building biologist uh, and just ask them if they're a specialist in electromagnetic radiation. And, you know, you might have to get somebody from New York, um, but... Uh, <clears throat> Have them look at your house because they do this every day. And uh, um, they have the ability to turn things on and turn things off. Um, in 2011, August 2011, they replaced the transformers on our street. Um, and there's like 64 houses on my street. Um, so you figure every other house, you know, there's 30 some odd transformers. And when they came to the one that's and, and the house next to me, they hesitated, and the foreman had to go off and get a special part for the one, you know, for for that transmitter before they could replace it. I mean, it didn't make sense to me. And I'm standing outside, and the neighbor goes and calls the police, and another policeman comes with a dog, and they're watching me, watching them take the transformer off. Um, transformer or smart meter? Transformer, transformer hmm. up on the pole. Oh my gosh! Last year they came and just yes, there's something in the transformer. Um, they were playing with me for a good month before they replaced that transformer, 
And um, my next-door neighbor is heavily involved in it also. He's retired. He has nothing better to do. I don't know what they have told him. Um, I've known him for 50 years. And I mentioned something the other day. I said, you know, do you know how much you're hurting me over here? And and he's, you know, I said, don't you even care about me? And and he just, he says, I don't care about you at all anymore. So, I mean, they're all brainwashed. I, I don't know what their problem is, but I've never been in trouble with the law. I mean, I've never done anything. I like, I don't deserve this, but I have a neurological disease. So I was right up there, their alley for this, you know, brain experimentation or brain initiative. I mean, there's so many things that you think it is. I mean, who knows how much it well, is. Well, what, what I recommend I mean, is uh, hire somebody that has all the meters and does it on an everyday basis, and he can tell you by the kind of signal. That's Wi-Fi. That's a cordless phone. That's 5.0 Wi-Fi. That's 2.4 Wi-Fi. That's a smart meter. Now, these are just like yeah. bird calls, like the difference between a crow and a robin and a duck. Uh, we can quickly and easily tell you what it is just by the sound it makes on our meters. In fact, on my website about radio frequency meters, right at the top of the page, there's a link called Audio Analysis, and you can listen to the different sounds that these different kind of microwave devices, including radar and other things like that, they make. They all have a very distinctive sound. Yeah, so now I'm getting something where if I walk around the house, I mean, I can hear the thing, like, coming, zooming right at me, and it plugs me right in the ear. It's like it's like a radar thing or something. I mean, it's well, I did have a client that... Uh, with me, and I swear it's something in the refrigerator. I had a client, a uh, really nice lady, uh, Josephine, and uh, yeah. she says in the front yard... I get heart palpitations in the backyard. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I said, yeah, okay. And I looked at her on the map and I said, I think I know what your problem is. You've got an Air Force base uh, on that side of the house. She said, man, I can't even get to the mailbox and back. And my heart is so beat. I have to lay down for 20 minutes. Okay. And then the backside of her house, the, uh, uh, the radar signal was much, much lower. But... Yeah, just the radar station at a air, you know, air force base five miles away was causing her pain and suffering. So she had to move out into the sticks and live in a trailer, and she got well. And by the way, Sam Milham, in his book Dirty Electricity, which is a classic, Sam Milham, his book is called Dirty Electricity: The Disease of Civilization. One of his first studies was in Rome, New York, where there was a huge outbreak of leukemia. And when he started plotting all the cancer cases, he found that they went right up to the top of the first ridge line all around this radar this radar station for about 10 miles. As soon as you get over the first ridge, the number of uh, cancers tapered off dramatically. So his analysis was it's caused by the beam of the radar sweeping around and hitting all the houses within five or ten miles. And there's another study done in for San Francisco on the Sutro radio and TV tower by uh, Dr. Neil Cherry, a PhD from New Zealand. He shows without a shadow of a doubt 
that for 36 kilometers away from this radio tower, there's a high incidence of childhood leukemia. And the closer you get to the tower, the more incidences there are. Um, so all these things, you know, maybe you've got radar hitting you here. Maybe you've got a cell phone tower over there. Uh, you're getting hit by more than one thing. It's not, it, it, it's yeah. not just one I thing. Have it's two, two or three things. Within a mile from me, mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. a small airport right over the river, and I have Pratt and on the other side. But the interesting thing is that uh, when I take the refrigerator down, after about 45 minutes, they really freak out. It, it's almost like there's a modem or something in the refrigerator that's, that's uh, controlling all this Wi-Fi stuff. Um, now, this is why uh, I recommend I people... over an hour, the fire department shows up across the street. Well, this is why I recommend to people, let's do two things. Let's turn off all the electricity that affects your bedroom for everyday life. Yes, yes. And if we need to, let's turn off your entire circuit breaker for six hours. Your food's going to last for six hours. So let's just turn off your refrigerator at 11 o'clock. Let's just turn off your main panel so you have no electricity all night and see how you sleep. I did that for a year. I lived without power for a year. And in the wintertime, I turned it on for a while just to get some heat, and I turned it off. Did that make a difference? Uh, Because I knew something was wrong with the electricity in the house. My house was built before um, uh, some kind of code came out in 1965. My house was built in 1964. So it's got two-prong outlets, probably. Yeah. uh, No. No, it's got three. Huh, okay. Uh, but there was a question that there's a question on um, if it's been properly grounded, and you know how it goes. If we go and call an electrician before they even get there, they're just going to have you know the whole visit sabotaged. So I don't know what to do. I'm not in a winning situation. I mean, my phone is hacked. They're turning everything on and off. They have the ability to turn my my refrigerator on and off. Um, they've showed to me that they can actually reach me at whatever outlet I'm in or at in the house, um, with some kind of energy. Um, I don't well, want that's, to get that's why it's a good an idiot, but they can get me right to the outlet that I'm at and, and shove the energy right at me through the outlet. See, we have meters that can measure that and detect it. And, um, and seeing is believing, you know, when you see the the measurement levels, um, you can, all these things obey the laws of physics and they can be measured. Okay, um, Connecticut, I'm going to go ahead and mute you. We have still, I can't see that many people on the board, but I still see about 10 questions, 10 hands up. So if yeah. everyone has questions kind of short so everyone else can have that opportunity yeah, to ask a yeah. question, I really appreciate it. Okay. Do, do you know of a, could I just ask one more, please? I'm desperate. Could, do you know anybody in New York, a building biologist that you could refer? Well, yeah, I would suggest go to the buildingbiology.net and go to the section called Find an Expert. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Connecticut. God bless you. You too. Thank you. Uh-oh. Well, guys, I'm not able to mute or unmute. Um, Let me see here. 
Um, I'm going to try and reboot it again, but the problem is when I reboot it, I'm not going to be able to see anybody. Thank you. I Thank you, Ella. I'm here. Oh, you're there. Ella, you were able to mute yourself. Great. You, no. You. <laughs> no. Oh, it no. It worked. What do you know? Listen, um... Um, I, first of all, um, Eric, thank you very much. You are a godsend because a lot of us wonder how are we going to figure the, any of this out? Where is it coming from? What are we going to do? And the fact that you can come out and figure this out for us, oh, my God, that is really a gift. Thank you very much. Are you there? Yes, I am. So okay. what kind of question do you okay, have? Okay, my question is I've got some trifield meters uh -huh. And I want to know if those are as good as those. That, what is it? Two thousand eight cc. What was that? What meters were those? Well, the Trifield meter. I bought that because uh -huh. it was the least expensive meter, and I thought, mm -hmm. hey, it does three things. Right. Well, it doesn't do three things. It only does magnetic fields. Really. Uh, it, it, even if you hold it up next to a smart meter, <clears throat> you have to be within a foot to be able to see the needle bump at all. Yeah. Now, as far as magnetic fields, it always reads on the high side, one and a half okay. to three times higher than normal, because, you know, it's it's a nice looking meter. It's got a needle on yeah. it that swings back and forth. So right. I say that trifield is a good indicator, but it's yeah. highly inaccurate, oh, uh, and right. it always measures on the high side by double or triple. Okay. It, it it does, it sort of is in sync. I had the power PG&E come out and measure. I wanted to know what my magnetic fields were like at my house. And they did come out and measure it. And on one wall, I do have 57 milligauss. In, well, you must um, be measuring right up against the wall. Yes. You always measure at least 12 inches. So the okay. way we measure is we put the elbow against the wall and we hold the meter yeah. in our hands, and that way we're 12 or 14 inches away from the wall. Really? So it's not as dangerous as I think it is. Well, see, that scares yes, me. there's certain. See, most people don't don't go down the hallway, slithering down the hallway <laughs> with their body on the wall. You're kidding. You know? Well, I got to so stop that. Then. We have to be yeah. realistic. <clears throat> You'll always yeah. get a very high reading right next to a light switch, certain spots on right. the wall, right, right next to a refrigerator. So. Oh. Um, yeah, part of our protocol is you have to be use the right meter, the right setting, yeah. in the in the in the right manner, and even the yeah. way you hold the meter, you know your body could be blocking some of the uh, EMF, so yeah. um, you know you okay. you have to move the meter around in an appropriate manner. So, um, did you say you're in Northern California? Yes, I did. No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't think I said it, but I, yeah, I yeah. am. Okay. Um, yes, I am, and I'm going to be calling you. Did you have a? Did you recently have a seminar of some sort, a webinar on, online for people? Well, uh, no, you know, that was you. I've done mm -hmm. th three interviews in the last week. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm based in Sacramento. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know of a webinar. You know. Okay. But, there was some but, guy, some somebody in Northern California that was also does something like you do. I think I'm not sure who he is. Well, there was a uh, Paranormal Insights did an interview of me. Oh, okay, no, that and wasn't it. Um, that was a good interview. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Um, okay. The main thing is, it's very important to have the right meter and use it in the proper manner because right. all the time um, I hear people call up. My meter is spiking. It's going off the top of the scale. 
Yeah. What, say, well, ma'am, what kind of meter do you have? <laughs> it's a little yellow meter. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and and say and what unit of measurement? I don't know, but the needle is going all over the place. It's it, it's going crazy. And yeah. I said, I see. Okay. Well, I, yeah. you know, there's nothing objective I can say about that. And yeah. uh, it's very easy for utility workers to use a thirty thousand dollar Narda broadband meter and deceive people. It all depends upon how they got the switches and buttons set on that meter. Yeah. So. It's very easy to deceive somebody and say, well, look, I'm from the okay. utility, and I got this $30,000 meter here, and we show there's no harm here at all. <laughs> well, are they well, measuring uh, root mean yeah. squared? Are they, me- are they measuring average? Are they measuring peak? Are they measuring peak hold? There's three or four different settings you can use on a meter. Well, he, this guy from PG&E was a little... He was very surprised. He said, "I've never measured um, EMFs this high, never this high of milligauss in a house before." What was he his said, name? I think, oh, I have to go pull out the paperwork. Was um, it Michael Hers? No, I don't think so. He was Hispanic. Hmm. Okay. Very nice man. Um, okay. He said, I'm, "I'm not seeing anything." So he said, "Why don't you cut a hole in this wall and I'll come back?" Well, I cut the hole in the wall, but I figured if he came back, they'd already. Turn it off or something. I don't know. I got nervous well, about it. Well, that sounds like it. it could be a wiring code violation. You yeah. Know, um, there's a there's a blog on my blog page yeah. about wiring code violations, and if you go down to the bottom, okay. there's a video that shows all the violations in animation. It's called okay. the California EMF Project. Yeah. And uh, when you go there, yeah. uh, you'll find out that wiring code violations. One out of four homes has them, and they yeah. cause cramps, uh, leukemia, mm-hmm. cancer, mm-hmm. Great. and you don't always feel the pain. Sometimes you do, sometimes yeah. you don't. Yeah. Well, I have sleeplessness. I have a lot of insomnia and uh, cramps. Yeah. Yeah, now a lot of people, their insomnia, that's due to microwave radiation yeah. or or dirty electricity or electric fields. And, yeah. you know, that's why I recommend... Let's cut the power to your house overnight and yes, see what okay. you notice. Okay. That's I will do free. that. And, yeah, thank you. Um, okay. That, that is good advice, and I think I want to call you and have you come out and check it out pretty, at, at some point anyway, just to, for reassurance that I'm not, going, I'm not in some dangerous frequency here, you know? Yeah, and, and a lot of I people, will, what they do yeah. is they say, oh, here, here, let me show you what I've done. Let me, let me tell you what I think it is. I said, it's better if you don't. It's better if you let me go through the house and see if I find the same thing you're thinking, okay? Because yeah. Um, yeah. sometimes it's better just to let me do my normal yeah. investigation and we'll see what we find. Yeah. And then we'll definitely get to that, but that's not the first thing I want to look at. Yeah. You don't need people in the way guiding you along what they think, do you? I mean, well, probably be no, it's to important. Do I thing. want to know where they feel. I ask them which room of the house do you feel the worst in. Right. And, you know, in this one house, this woman sits at the corner of the island. And it's kind of an awkward place where she's sitting. So we did the magnetic field survey, and we did a nine-point heat map. You know, a heat map is like when you look on the weather page, it has yellow, green, and red, and blue for different colors. Yeah. Temperatures. So we did a heat map of their kitchen, and it's like, both of the counters that met in an L-shaped junction by the sink 
had like 16 milligauss. And she's sitting in the place where it was only 2 milligauss. So I said, yeah. ma'am, you have a wiring code violation here, and it's polluting half the house, but it's worse right here. It also polluted the toilet upstairs. They had 8 milligauss on the toilet, so that was a real hot seat. But we came back with the electrician, and in 20 minutes we found the problem. My electrician is like a bird dog. He knows right where to go. And when we unhooked the wire, she said, what did you do? I said, well, we just unhooked these two circuits that were wired together illegally. I said, that's it. I, so ever since I bought this house, I felt horrible in the kitchen. Wow. Wow. And when we did the heat map, we found out she was sitting in the lowest magnetic field area of the whole kitchen, and the rest was very, very toxic. Was she better so, off sitting in the low area? That's what she does. She was using her body as a, a meter, and she said she was sitting in the lowest place just uh, intuitively. Oh. Oh. So when I showed her the heat map, I said, well, here's your magnetic fields. They said, okay, that's why I always feel better here and worse over there. Oh, interesting. So we make yeah. the invisible visible. Beautiful. You know, and it's important yeah. for people to see, okay, so here's what I find. And said, so, well, that, mm -hmm. that correlates. I feel horrible over there, and I feel better over here. Wow. So we fix it, and yeah. the people feel better. Ah, I, Okay, okay. Now, okay, if I live in Murphy's, California, I don't know if you know where that is. Yeah, You're in I Sacramento? Know that's a, okay, Murphy's. That's about an Angel's Camp or something, right? It, it's a little north of Angel's Camp, between Arnold and Angel's Camp, yes. Um, they call it the Queen of the Sierras. I, I don't think so, but it's it's a nice little town. Well, you, you can go to my website. Do you I go to Turlock. I go to Chico. Oh. Okay. You know, I'm even going, you know, some people pay me to go to various locations around the United yeah. States. Yeah. Um, okay. They can't get cool. the help they need, so this is way cheaper than all the money they've already spent on doctor yeah. visits, chiropractic, acupuncture, yeah. drugs, uh -huh. uh, all kinds uh -huh. of... I've met people who spent $10,000 and they're still hurting. Yeah. Well, if we if we start shielding like crazy and getting meters and shielding, and when we don't know what we're shielding or what we're metering, so to speak, then yeah, it can get real expensive. I've spent a fair amount. Everybody's you know trying to do the right thing. Yeah. But yeah, we but are. you have to realize it all makes sense, but you have to look well into the matter and find out. Yeah. What are we looking at? What are we measuring? What's the intensity? What is the source? Can we turn it off today? You know, can I give you three points of things to do, like turn this off, turn this off, turn that off, right. and call me in the morning? And, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, and some people say, well, that's too simple. So it is simple. All we're doing is we're wow. turning these things off, you know? Yeah, 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 cutting off the, the what, it, what it is that's hitting us. Yes, Beautiful. and well, I, thank I, you. Yeah. I sadly hear a, a lot of people that are electro-hypersensitive, they're still using cell phones. And a cell phone is a very powerful device, um, mm -hmm. and uh, I can show you all kinds of studies where cell phones have caused cancer in the hand, male breast cancer yes. from putting it in the pocket, yes. uh, where people will point to a scar on the side of their head where they had part of their brain removed because of the cell phone. Whoa. Uh, very, well, very I, dangerous. There was a lawsuit in, in a $400,000 jury verdict for a guy that developed a cancer of the ear. That was in um, Israel. But, but they are beginning to know that this does cause cancer. 
you know, and that's a big issue for us. Yeah. Yeah, in the meantime, you know, there's a legal argument going on, and so far these companies all have the right to do this. Mm-hmm. So you you have to have common sense. Now, by the way, um, I have the uh, it's annual stock reports from all these wireless companies, mm-hmm. um, and each and every one of them, they're required by law to to tell their investors about major potential downsides, and they all say, we have no insurance for microwave or electromagnetic radiation. We are exposed to massive amounts of litigation. And even Lloyd's of London does not insure anything for electromagnetic radiation. So these people are running naked. They have no insurance. So their strategy is they will self-insure out of the massive profits they're making, Mm -hmm. and they will fight it as hard as they can in court Mm -hmm. as long as they can. And then the jig will be up just like DDT, leaded gasoline, asbestos, tobacco. Mm Mm-hmm. And then even a child now knows that asbestos is bad for you, but not always. Yes. I think the fact that these companies can no longer get insurance. Lloyd's of London has, it was in May of last year that they started putting their exclusion into all of their liability policies. Um, and I, I just think it's just, that's such huge. They're, they they feel, Lloyd's of London will insure anything, but they feel that anything that is related, any damage is related to electromagnetic fields, radio waves, and a slew of other uh, frequencies, uh, they're entirely too risky to insure. Yeah. And I if mean, you don't wanna, If you want to yeah. jot this down and send me yeah. you know, a, a contact form, I'll send you a PDF. There's got to be 10 or 15 companies, and they all say the same thing in different wordings. We have no insurance. We're exposed to massive losses. And they even say, should public opinion or scientific fact prove that this is harmful, we may experience major disruption in our normal business. Well, and the doctor that Lloyds of London based their decision on, um, he was – he – discovered the damages back in 2001 and he was that was that Dr. Dead. Uh, George Carlo? Le- no, it was Leibowitz. Lieb- oh yeah, I've yes. seen him, an older man. Yes. Yeah, he's quite a yes. good speaker. Yeah, well, so how can I dead. help you with uh, anything oh, sorry, around you your did. house? Oh, I will call you. I will have you come out and, and, and do the test and all of that. You've already helped me with what you've suggested to other people and I appreciate it. Um, I, I probably have to do moving around and I will turn out my electricity for a couple of nights and see what happens. Yeah, you I know, really appreciate a, that. Here's an interesting thing. Yeah. Back before I was certified, I did a lot of work for friends and, you know, either free or very low price. And people mm-hmm. say, well, thanks a lot, Eric. Yeah. So then when I got certified, all of a sudden, I said, I'm going to charge people money. Yeah. And uh, they start listening more uh, because, and they they say, can yeah. you write all that down? I said, well, I'll send you a summary email, okay? The big question is, are you going to act on this? Or are you just yeah. going to think about it? Or are you going to let your husband talk you out of it, you know? Yeah. Like, honey, no, I don't like, you know, I, I, I need to walk down the hallway at night. I don't want to use a flashlight. Well, too bad. We just have to use flashlights. And believe me, I, w- I want to sleep again. I want to feel good again. I don't want the aches and pains that I have. I will follow you. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Do you feel yes. better when you leave your house or go away for yes. the evening? 
I'm happier. The depression I wake up with in the morning, I don't get. It's fear and it's a dread. I don't like it. I don't know where it's coming from. It's not me, but it's happening. And um, and when I'm out of the house, I don't feel that. Okay, Absolutely. well, dirty electricity yeah. and electric fields can reduce your dopamine levels. Dopamine is good for you. It's part of the way you're made. It makes you feel good. Right. Um, just that's why the word dope comes from. You know, yeah. like there's all kinds of that being sold these days. So yeah. if you're low on dopamine, you have depression and suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. And um, two instances about this. Um, I was at a Christmas party two years ago, and I met this guy, and I said, what does he do? And he, sa- he says he's an mm-hmm. actuarialist for um, for uh, a major insurance company. I said, oh, really? Okay. So what occupation has the highest rate of cancer and suicide? He goes, well, simple, electricians and utility workers. Wow, yes. And then I recently, just wow. the other day, saw a report that shows that the highest rate of suicide amongst yeah. tradespeople is electricians because they're constantly wow. in the field. Yeah. High, they're always yeah. very close to the wires. Women, women uh, linesmen. You know, by linesmen, I mean I mean telephone linesmen. They uh-huh. this this was 15 years ago. They had discovered that they developed breast cancer on a much higher uh, rate than the average woman out there does. Yeah, they, and they unfortunately, know. women are more susceptible to this than men. They've done tests and find hmm. out that women are actually, in at least two or three times more susceptible to electricity than men are. Um, yeah. It yeah. might just have something to do with the thickness of the skin. And that's, yeah. I'm not, there's no pun intended, but the skin is a bit of an insulator. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So I'll be, what's your name, by the way? My name is Linda Costanzo, and I will be calling you. Okay, great. I, I appreciate this information enormously, and we all do. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. I have a question, Eric. Do you think that also maybe because women have more water in their body? Well, for whatever reason it is, um, I think part of the thing, too, is men are used to enduring pain and suffering. Um, they're not supposed to admit they have pain. So I think a lot of it is just uh, pride. But um, 80% of the people that call me are women. And unfortunately, I've three of my clients are people that I've worked with. Uh, they're experiencing marital separation or divorce because their husband just thinks their wife is crazy. Wow. Yeah, so whatever happened, for better or worse, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have a question. There was somebody on the chat. She wants to know, what can you do for shielding if it's, you know, if it's something that they, you know, dirty electricity or something's in the house that they can't protect themselves or they're, in fact, a a targeted individual, so they have a different level of um, waves uh, affecting them. Can you make some suggestions? Well, the standard answer. First, we have to find out what it is and how powerful it is and where it's coming from. Because otherwise, we might as well just dig a bunker and go down and live in a hole 10 feet in the ground. But you can make your house an EMF safe house. You can even put shielding on the windows. But I find Mm -hmm. people that are using shielding that are still emitting microwave radiation inside their house, so they've turned their house into a ricochet chamber. We got a heavy breather. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. No, that was me. No, that was me. I was just saying, huh? <laughs> no, <okay>. sorry. <laughs> no, I don't think it was you. Um, I've okay. gone into houses where there's aluminum foil on all the windows, where there is uh, uh, 
people are sleeping in metal boxes, and that is not a bad idea because oh. if you ground it, it shields you. And um, but within a second of me turning off the circuit breaker, the homeowner says, "Oh man, it's gone! I haven't felt this good in two years." So many of us don't realize that just common everyday electricity can cause a lot of pain and suffering for people. And you can measure it. It's called an electric field. And my little meter goes clickety, clickety, clickety. The faster it goes clicking, the, the stronger the magnetic field. There's some videos on my YouTube site of me measuring a real estate pre-purchase with my magnetic field meter. And you'll see how toxic this house was. I take those videos on the job so they're not studio quality. It's me walking around, but that's very informative. Thank Are you there? Yeah, and I want to say to people listening, I'm so sorry if I'm not unmuting you. It's because I can't see you. And if you come in the room and it looks like there's three people, there's not. It's just um, something's going on with um, the way it's loading, the way talk shoes loading. So I'm really sorry if I don't get to you. I honestly just can't see it. I can see about 15 people. In, um, oh, yeah, I'm ready to keep going. You know, as long as we have interested people, let's address okay. their concerns. Yeah, thank you for your time. Southwest Ohio, I've unmuted you. Do you have a question here for Eric? Oh, hi. Thanks, uh, Ella. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and I'd just like to say to Eric, welcome to uh, the call and to the community, and thanks sure. so much for what you're doing. Um, I think people have to kind of understand uh, where you're coming from as far as what you do, that you can't stop their targeting, but you can create a... Uh, much reduced EMF environment for them, and that's the important thing that you do. Um, and I looked up building biologists and uh, on the web, and it seems like well, your site came up first, uh, first of all. And all the way in Ohio, mine came up first. Um, actually, I'm not in Ohio, but uh, when I typed in building biologists, your it didn't come up first, but it was like third down the list. Okay, good. Yeah, so, you've got one of my clients is actually my webmaster. So um, she says, I think I like your business and I'd like to help you. And she used to work for Apple, so she's in charge of running my website. Okay, so anyway, uh, yeah, so what, what's your question, sir? How can I assist you? Okay, basically what I wanted to say is that um, we have um, we have members all across the United States, and we are kind of looking for um individuals that can assist us in creating an EMF free environment at home. And Yeah, you have to have like, a safe place at home, you do. It's yeah, it seems like the building biologist is basically the type of individual that we would need that could first of all reduce the EMFs that come into your home. And that's extremely important, first of all. The targeting is a different issue because we're talking about individuals that uh, force uh, EMFs into a specific environment. And uh, that's really not something that you can help with. But what you can do is reduce the EMFs in, your, in our environment, and that's going to be very important because you can uh, examine our environment and make uh, great suggestions as to how we can be more comfortable in our homes, and that's extremely important for so many people that are getting EMF battered. And you just will not believe the things that are happening. 
But anyway, well, I, I've seen going, people have to sleep in their car because they had 25 smart meters I, on their bedroom wall and they had dirty electricity at over 20,000. Okay, this know, is what, something. This is something similar that we are looking at: people having to sleep in their cars because of the EMF environment in their homes. So that is. That's Actually, a car can be a good. It's it, most of it's metal, and I've had some clients actually have uh, film applicators put special silver shield film on the uh, windows. And now, for the first time, the the men and the wife went on a cross country trip, where she in the past she couldn't even go in this car down to the shopping center. Uh, they blocked uh, before and after readings ninety seven percent by putting in the film on the windows of the car. Okay, yes. Uh, what you're saying is true. Yeah, people can feel safe in their home and in a car, but they like to come into the house sometime. I mean, there are things that they need to do in there. Well, uh, we have, we have uh, effective technologies that you can apply to the walls, put in okay. the attic and on the windows, and you can block out, uh, you know, I would say at least 90%. If you do it properly, you could block out 95%. It's really hard to do it completely, but right. you can do a really good job of the bedroom, and that's the most important room of the house because if you don't rest and repair, you're okay. you're going to go downhill. Okay, exactly. So what I'm saying is that this type of um, this type of field is something that's nationwide that we can probably find experts in in most major cities. Uh, be no, unfortunately, there's only, even though the Institute's uh, uh, graduated 186 uh, building biologists and oh, 35 electromagnetic radiation specialists, um, 18 of which have both certifications, there's only a handful of people that are actually doing it for hire and even fewer that are doing it full time. Many people are doctors or nurses and they use this as a way to understand what their client's problem is, um, or they're an architect or a builder, but less than a dozen people are going, maybe less than half a dozen are, are going out and doing it full-time uh, to people's homes. So there's oh, not, even, not even one per state. Some, sometimes there's three or four states in a row that don't have anybody within seven or 800 miles. Okay. Well, but there will be uh, more. You better believe there will be more. There'll be more. Okay. So, so this is a field that we can utilize and call upon these individuals that could assist us. And maybe there's some others. We'd have to look into it. But, um, but anyway, what you're doing is a great service for our community. How about you? Do you have any concerns about your house? Um, I'm I'm okay in my house, although from what you described, I'm in extreme uh, I'm in an extremely toxic environment. Uh, we don't have Wi-Fi here, but we do have you know cell phones and computers and and all these other things that are going. Oh yeah, let me talk to you about computers. I went to this woman's house. Uh, she's cardiac specialist and she's also an attorney. So because she's an attorney, she looked at me through a squinted eye. But because she's a cardiac specialist, she was open to the health impacts. So we went to the house, and first of all, we found that there's a huge magnetic field running from one end of the house to the other. And it's because some idiot electrician made an illegal connection. So the whole length of the house, they had 15 to 18 milligauss on the floor, 10 milligauss on the bed. So we, 
She thought about that for six months and then called me back and we fixed it. Bing, in about a, about two hours. Then the other thing is the computer. Most people put their computer underneath their desk right next to their legs. That thing was putting out dirty electricity at the level of 4,500 and uh, less than you, you have to have less than 50. So she said, what am I going to do? Well, I said, in the short term, we can filter it. But in the long term, you've got to either get a new computer, and that means you've got to get this Stetzer meter to test the computer as soon as you bring it home, because that one's toxic, or you've got to move the computer three to five feet away from your body, so get it out from underneath the desk. I said, that's a hassle. I said, well, I hope you still can say that if you end up with one of these neurodegenerative diseases that dirty electricity causes. You know, just move the computer three or four feet away. Uh, distance is your friend. If you have a emitting source of dirty electricity, you want to get away from it if you can. Okay, that sounds like a fun idea. Oh, and the okay. other thing was she had this energy-efficient overhead light fixture. So we just took it apart and changed out the ballast and that knocked off 98% of the dirty electricity right there. Okay, excellent. Well, um, it sounds like you, you can do a lot of service uh, to those in the Sacramento area and beyond, and uh, you'll probably do a lot of business from just a lot of TIs up there, and um, you might be uh, getting some calls. Okay, thanks. That's all the comments I have, um, Ella. Thanks very much, Eric. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Next. Arizona, I'm going to you. Hi, Arizona, you're on the call. Hi, this is Jaya. I entered the call kind of late. So hi. I just want to thank you very much for your time. Could you just give me your um your email address or your web address? Well, yeah. <laughs> the best thing to do is type in go to Google and type in Windheim EMF and Windheim is spelled W-I-N-D-H-E-I-M, Windheim, EMF. And you'll get two or three listings for Windheim EMF solutions. You can go to my website, cruise around, take a look at all the stuff I've got there for you to look at. But you can use the contact form to write me a specific question. And, you know, make sure you put in your phone number there so I can call you. But... uh, um, that's the best way for me to get specifics, you know, right. um, from people. Okay, will do. Thank you so much. I know there's other people who want to talk, so that's all I have. Thank you. Yeah, so much. looking forward to your questions. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you, Yaya. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Southeast Arizona, you're on the call. Hi. 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 Um, well, I don't get any of those attacks so I just have like um, different ideas like maybe I mean your information I don't get any of those attacks but I think your information is just so interesting and helpful and I thought maybe if you could write like three stock one page letters like the lady who got noise intrusion so they wouldn't have to pay like $300 for an attorney, and you could um, 
you know, just say, oh, you can change this or you could change that to, you know what I'm saying? Remember that lady said that people were putting noise on her? Yeah, I am. And, uh, you know, what I'm doing is I'm borrowing a lot of information. I do written reports for people, you know, and it, it takes a while to think those through. Um, you know, it, 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 I'm not at the point where I can just say, well, okay, we've done the assessment. I know everything about your house. Well, really, I have to go home, put it on a paper, chart it all out, and see, okay, okay, there's three or four different possibilities here. And then, but I do take excerpts from my letters and, and put them on my blog site. Those are actually case histories. Oh. Uh, but everyone's a little different. You know, this is not like installing a garbage disposal that takes 30 minutes. What we're doing yeah. is we're trying to find a hidden problem. We, we, we're we not biased about what the source is. Um, you know, in some cases, it's, it's airplanes flying over and the radar from the airplanes. You can definitely hear it. You hear the plane going over, and we're hearing the radar on my instrument. So, you know, that's, that's zapping people. Um, <clears throat> Other times, everything is totally silent, and then my meter goes off the scale for one or two seconds. And then 15 minutes later, it goes off the scale again. So what is that? You know, that's probably a municipal transmission of some kind because it's regular. So uh-huh. there's an awful lot of variables out there. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And, and how dangerous do you think cell phones are that people use them every day? I mean... Do you know any statistics like does it increase brain cancer by? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, they just did a ten-year, twenty-five million-dollar study done by the National Toxicology Program, and they proved conclusively that exposing rats to fifteen minutes on, fifteen minutes off, eight uh, percent of the male rats got glioma, brain tumors, and schwannoma, heart tumors. And there's about an 80% correlation between the side of the head you hold your phone on and where the tumor is going to be located. Also, That's kind of, I kind of think that because you kind of just, like Ted Kennedy on the phone all the time, he got one of those glioma types. Yeah, or you know, current know. vice president, his son died of a brain tumor. Well, I'll tell you how serious I am about it. I misplaced my phone three weeks ago. I'm still doing just fine. In fact, even when I have my phone, it's off, and I only turn it on to call back for messages. And I detest the low quality of sound from cell phones, so I don't do business on them. Uh, I'll wait till I get back to the office and call. You know, I'm on a headset, a corded Plantronics uh-huh. headset, and uh-huh. it gives me better control, better outgoing volume, better outgoing sound. So... I'll tell you, I used a cordless phone for three years, 8,000 minutes a month. That's what my phone bill was. I had the cordless phone in my pocket. I had the headset on my head. I had the base station right in front of me within arm's reach because I had a radio ad, and I was selling air purifiers, and I got calls from 3 a.m. till 8 p.m. And during that three-year period of time, the first two years, I ended up needing reading glasses, and my hair turned from brown to gray. So... Uh, the best time, if you don't have symptoms, you want to keep it that way because you don't always recover. You don't bounce back. Some of this stuff leaves mm-hmm. permanent injury. Mm-hmm. And some people yeah. are not even symptomatic until they end up in the hospital and their doctor tells them you've got incurable cancer. 
Yep. Okay, so, it's it's that bad then. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, I'm glad to know that because I, it's easy to put it out of your mind because microwaves are invisible. So it's just so easy to ignore it. Plus the suppression, I think, of these powerful cell phone companies, they're not about to let that information, you know, be really mainstream news. Well, it'll be mainstream news, just like leaded gasoline, asbestos, DDT, thalidomide, tobacco. It's just right now, it's the same game all over. They're denying, they're saying, prove it. You know, they've bought the scientists, they've infiltrated, the government has been captured by the industry it's supposed to be regulating. And, you know, you uh, you have to realize that the wise man looks well into the matter, but the foolish person believes every word. And, um, you know, if, if the government says something is safe, beware. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And I, I just think it's so interesting. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Who's next? Okay, next on the list we have Central Coast, California. Hello. Hi, welcome to the call. Are you on mute? Did you mute your phone? What is that, star eight? Yeah, I did star eight, but they did. But Okay, we might might have been too long. Let me go to New York. New York, are you there? Would you like to ask Erica a question? New York. Hello. I've been waiting for a while, so we'll go hello. To the next. Oh, yes, hi. hello. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Um, no, it's good work you're doing. It's good to uh, be able to tell whether it's uh, incidental um, EMR we're being affected by, or whether it's uh, you know intentional. That's my whole thing. I'm. Uh, Retired from telecommunication technologies, and mm-hmm. and there are basically no regulations. You know, the, even for the workers, it's ridiculously high. OSHA is a joke. You know, um, but, but they don't good. want they don't want regulation. You know, because oh, no, the the government, you know, the National Defense in this in Institute said, uh, hey. If we if we reduce uh, levels, it's going to impact the economy and the government and the, the military. Yeah, and and think of this right now, wireless everything, it, you know, wireless is so easy, so convenient, so empowering. Uh, everything is going wireless these days, so there's tons of money to be made. And the government says, "Oh goody, we get tax on all that revenue." So you can't expect uh, government and industry to tell you that you need to uh, use your cell phone sparingly. Oh, my gosh, they're selling you more data packages. People are watching videos. You know, here's the thing. If a cell phone call uses one unit of radiation, a video on your cell phone uses 3,000 units of radiation. So we have people looking at TV shows on their cell phone or their tablet that they're laying on bed and, you know, it's resting on their the pregnant mother's tummy. Uh, you know, that's one of the sickest things. There's a good project out there called the Baby Safe Project, 
And my goodness, you certainly don't want to warp your child's genetic outcome by exposing the baby to microwave radiation. Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, it's it's good that um, you're able to help people find out whether it's incidental or intentional. Um, when I retired from the field, before I had gone, I was going to become a PA, so I took I have a bio degree. And um, I, I could see the manifestations, you know, going really? to places. Yeah, sure. Um, the overexposure leads to tinnitus because actually what it does, it affects your hip, your hippocampus in your brain. It just attenuates it. It's maladjusted. You know, while we're on that topic of hippocampus, I'd like to interject for a minute. I met a uh, doctor from Turkey that came and spoke at the Commonwealth Club in San Francisco, and he dissected rat brains that were exposed to live rats that were exposed to microwave radiation similar to cell phones. He was dissecting the hippocampus, and he showed this is your brain, this is a rat brain, normal rat brain, and then this is a rat brain that's been exposed to... uh, microwave radiation, and there's an obvious difference. Oh, yeah. Trunks. It's shrunken. Uh, yeah, and the cell structure is different. Yeah, it's calcified. And he did also say, and then here's the third group. We gave this group of rats melatonin and salmon oil. Yeah. Huh? And they experienced less damage, still damage, but less. So... Salmon oil, high-quality omega-3 fatty acids. Don't get fish oil. Get salmon oil. And uh, melatonin, because if you're exposed to this stuff, you've got a deficit of melatonin production. Yes, absolutely. So our bodies are working while it's sleeping. Yeah. And the uh, this, um, and what you were talking about before, how um, your refrigerator actually, if you are getting dirty electricity from outside... <laughs> can act as a repeater, you know, and amplify it. Every inch of wire in your house is an antenna for dirty electricity. Right. Right. So if it's being, so, like, if it's being aimed intentionally at you, you know, forget it, you know. Uh, It's pretty wild. The tri-field meetup is good for its early detection, but if if you want to get down to exactly the frequency, because... The tri-field only operates at 60 hertz. You know, it's pretty... No, actually, the the problem with it is it it goes up all the way up to maybe 10... It measures dirty electricity. That's why it's so wildly optimistic. It's measuring 60-cycle stuff, and it's also measuring 5, 10, and 15,000 cycles per second. So it it reads higher than it should. Yeah. That's, that's the problem with that. But, uh, now, my yeah. meter... It'll measure the magnetic fields, and it'll tell you how much is done at 60 cycle, how much is at 180, how much is at 300, mm-hmm. how much is at 2,000, and how much of it is. So so my electric meter, which is an NFA 1000, um, it'll even show you if you've got dirty electricity, right. even though you don't plug it into the wall. Well, that's one of the things, you know. If you truly, uh, you know, I don't know how much is coming from satellites and stuff, but it's a truly, truly targeted person. Uh, it's going to be coming in close range, and it's going to be coming in multiple forms. And you'll be at the center of that apex. You know, wherever it's coming from, you're going to be the hot spot. When they combine is when these 
uh, criminals get their desired effects. But you, you, you see, you're um, approaching it in a very objective manner, which is good. You know, which is good. Because now you're eliminating something. Yeah, I mean, I deal with all kinds of people. One of my clients, just before he hired me, he'd hired a poltergeist exterminator. Quite expensive. It didn't work. And uh, then I came into the house and I say, okay, right off the bat, you're sleeping in a bedroom two feet away from the smart meter. That's got to change. Okay. And then you've got magnetic fields due to wiring code violations. You've been living with this for who knows how long. And you've got massive amounts of dirty electricity. So you've got three known toxins right there. And uh, he ended up having to sell the house. He got so injured he couldn't even come back into Sacramento. That's terrible. Yes, I commend you for your work. That's good. It's you know you can help a lot of people. That's the good. That's the fun part about it. Yeah, yeah. I like I like getting when I uh, retired. Retired as a troubleshooter and um, worked with the fiber optics. And to be a troubleshooter, you have to be good at analyzing. You know, like you said, every case is different. You know, I used to have to go out to three or four sites a day. You know, identify problems, take a lot of measurements, take corrective measures, all that good stuff. You know, this one guy, he was a highway California highway patrolman. He said, "How long is it going to take to solve this?" And I said, "That's a good question. How long does it take to solve a murder mystery?" Because every house is different. Sometimes it, sometimes I've gone back four times, and we finally found the solution. It was the neighbor's solar electric system polluting half the block. When wow. we finally got permission to go next door and turn off the solar system for two days, my client could sleep in her own house. Otherwise, she had to go sleep in a relative's house. So it's due to the neighbor next door with a solar inverter from a very large, well-known solar company. Right, that wasn't properly shielded to keep everything within the circuit. Probably has something to do with the fast slew rate on the pulse width modulator and Mm -hmm. voltage overshoot. They're making it really efficient but they don't give a doggone about the health effects. There's a difference between saving energy and saving your life. Yeah, yeah it's interesting to uh, interesting point. Anyway, that's about it. Thank you. Okay. Okay, well, thank you, Joe. Go on to the next person here. I have another New Yorker. Northeast New York, you're on the call. Oh, um, hi. A very good program tonight. I just wanted to say hello. Hi. And yeah, excellent. Um, thank you. Um, I live in New York State, um, near the state capitol, and um, there is a. Um, let me turn down the feedback here. Okay. Um. Yes, I, I live near some um, some um, towers and things like that. And um, um, whereas some of the shielding, I think, or the um, um, 
some of the analysis will help. Um, oh, I just want to basically say a very good program tonight, and um, I will play it back and take some notes. And uh, very good. Yeah, you're welcome. Make sure you visit my website. There's a lot of interesting information. And also visit my YouTube site, which is Windheim EMF Solutions on YouTube. You'll see videos I actually take when I'm out in the field. Oh, great, Eric. Thank you. I will do that. Thank you very much. Good talking to you. You too. Okay. Thank you. Again, I'm I'm really sorry for about the 50 people I can't see on the board. So if I didn't get your question, it's just because I couldn't see you. It's kind of hard to explain. But on the right-hand side, only so many people show up. So West Washington State, hi, you're on the call. Oh, hi there. Hi, Eric. Uh, this is Lonnie in Washington State. And I'm going to ask a question that I've asked over and over to a number of people. Some people, their eyes just glaze over, and other other people say, oh, no, of course it's safe. If you no, wait a minute. This- you're going to have to slow down because it sounds okay. like you're on a cell phone and I can't hear you too clearly. Exactly. So slow down a little bit, please. I understand. Okay, I am on a cell phone. Uh, I said I have asked this question several times to people, and usually, uh, most of the time, people think about it and they don't have an answer. Others say uh, definitely that it's safe. And if you tell me it's safe, I'm okay. I'm not a technical person. I don't understand how things like this work. But uh, what about earbuds and earphones that you plug? I'm I don't use one with a cell phone for sure, um, but I don't know whether that's uh, better to do that or not, or whether using earbuds with a uh, a CD player or a radio or something. Are you not taking the signal and sticking it into your ear and uh, putting it right directly into your head, or or not? Tell me. Okay, well, a radio or a CD player does not emit microwave radiation. Okay. Okay. Now, a cell phone, um, as I said with the smart meter, for the people that wanted to shield their smart meter, they're actually reflecting the microwave radiation back onto the wiring circuits of the house. So in the same manner, the uh, if you have a wired headset for your cell phone, mm-hmm. uh, I would do that rather than hold it up to my ear any day. But the wire does act like an antenna and transfer some of that microwave radiation up to your ear, but it's far less than holding the thing right to your head. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I didn't know whether you'd answer that or, or not. I'm coming in late, but uh, you have some very good information. And no, I, I've just decided I don't need a cell phone. I didn't need one 30 years ago, and I don't need one now. I have a <laughs> phone at home with an answering machine. If it's important, they'll leave a message. Yeah. And... Um, and uh, it, it just everywhere I go, I see people constantly engaged with their cell phone, stroking it and touching it. Mm-hmm. And it, it. And even when you're talking to them face-to-face, they break away, they play with their phone. It's so rude. I think it's an antisocial behavior. So, oh, okay. um, I agree. I, I, saw, I saw a young couple. They were married. And they were sitting, I went to the laundry. I've told this story. But I, I, I left for a few minutes, came back. They were still sitting there, each one talking to their cell phone. or It was their tablet, I think. And they told me they were playing a game later. But it, it just surprised me that these two 
beautiful young people <laughs> were sitting right next to each other looking down at something else. You know, it just uh, was very disappointing. I understand what you mean. I've, I've gone oh, 50 years, I guess, without a without a cell phone. I just got one here because I thought it was better at the time. To it's, do a good, it. it's a good emergency right. thing. But yeah. um, the, 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 the number of hours that people spend on these things each day, I, uh, it's my belief that we're going to have a huge wave of brain, breast, and hand cancer. Breast cancer, because a lot of women tuck these things into their bras, and if you look around long enough on the Internet, you'll see where women, the uh, tumor outline of the tumors is exactly the same shape and size as the cell phone. Oh, goodness. Well, I do have a friend who has had two uh, brain tumor surgeries over over the last 10 years. So you're saying that usually the tumor is right where you hold the cell phone. Is that right? Yeah. It's okay. on the cheek where the parotid salivary gland is, mm-hmm. or it's an acoustic neuroma, which mm-hmm. is not malignant, but they have to cut it out, and it normally interferes with your hearing. Or it can be a glioma brain tumor, which is very deadly. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. It, it, it changes the DNA. It damages your DNA, and then the cells don't divide correctly, and that's cancer. Certainly. Okay. Thank. Well, God bless you for what you're doing, and uh, keep it keep it up. Thank you. Thank you, Lonnie. So, one thing I saw um, in your email was that you had a, an area about solutions, and it talked about government. And I thought you had some great solutions. Can we cover some of those bases? Yeah. Why don't you just read off the questions? Okay. I don't have it in front of me. Okay, I've got them here. Um, What are the solutions? Have government protect the people rather than promote industry profits and tax revenues. You know, this is our country. We have to realize that we own this place. And all these public servants, they're acting more like public serpents. Okay, now I've spoken at my utility 96 times. And I've called, I walked right up to to the chief legal officer and said, you're involved in fraudulent concealment. And um, he didn't like that, so he put up a steel barricade. He took away the overhead projector. He tripled the armed guard. He brought in the sheriff's bomb dog squad. But we kept coming. We kept bringing these people in that were injured and harmed. And we found one lie after another, and we showcased it at public meetings that were televised on local access channels. They finally got tired of having their dirty laundry hung up for everybody to see and they let us have the analog meter back. So I don't know what it is about government, but it seems to attract a very strange group of people. Um, And uh, I have to remind people, this is our country. And uh, you can go to a public meeting and say anything you want except a death threat, and they can't do anything to you. It's better to say it at a public meeting than it is to say it on the street where they might hit you with a slander lawsuit. Um, Now, we need to regulate electromagnetic pollution as stringently as air pollution. You know, there's all this hubbub about this turbo diesel Volkswagen car that makes too much nitric oxide. Yeah, I got news for you. Sure, it's polluting. But these cell towers, they're towers of death. I mean, uh, the Wi-Fi, 
that's on the ch- on the ceiling in these children's classrooms. Uh, you know, there's a uh, there's a link on my website about Wi-Fi facts. If you want to see a lot of damage being done to children, go f- to Wi-Fi facts dot com. It's put together by a friend of mine who's a college professor. Um, so this electromagnetic pollution, if it was only visible, if it smelled, uh, people would say, this is outrageous. Stop this right now. But it's invisible. So um, what I do is I make it visible so people can see it and at least protect themselves. And then the thing about dirty electricity, if they only put another nickel, dollar, or five bucks into the average laptop, they could prevent the dirty electricity from being made. You know how our cars, they all have catalytic converters nowadays? Mm-hmm. Stops the pollution before it gets out of the end of the tailpipe. It's required by law, okay? And the air is a lot better than it was 30 years ago because we have pollution control devices. Well, so all these electronic devices that are making dirty electricity, they all need to be filtered. And it won't cost any more than five bucks. But right now, there's no regulation. So corporate says, we're not going to raise five bucks. That'll, somebody else, some other guy will sell something. Because we raised our five, our price went up five bucks, they'll make more sales. So we have to have more stringent um, regulations on dirty electricity, microwave radiation, you know, all of that. Building inspectors, what a joke. They don't even inspect stuff that you can see it's wrong with your naked eye. You know, sometimes when I go out there with my electrician and we open up a power panel, we just kind of laugh when they have the grounding lug screwed in on a sub-panel and it's making a 15 milligauss field for half the length of the house. The building inspector didn't do his job. He signed off and gave you the promise of safety. Basically, he deceived you. And uh, the um, uh, the best thing to do is find you – know, one of the things I do for my clients is I have a page, uh, a 12-page document with like 30 different solutions. You know, here's the toxic solution. Here's the safe solution. You know, you don't have to stop using electricity. Um, you just have to use it safely. And electricity is what's used in microwave radiation, dirty electricity, magnetic fields. It's the source of everything, electromagnetic radiation. So you have to learn a safe way to use modern devices. And we either do that by getting rid of it, replacing it with a safer piece of technology, repositioning it, you know, just like with hand grenades and nuclear bombs, there is a safe distance, like our sun is a nuclear reactor, and it's 93 million miles away. So distance is your friend. And this is just as important as avoiding rattlesnakes when you're walking through the park or scorpions or black widows. You have to learn how to avoid uh, these hazards or they will take their toll on your body. So the time is now to show prudent precaution, uh, read some good books, um, so, look, your smart meter, he said that all this stuff sometimes doesn't show up until it's too late. You've got terminal cancer. You don't even know it. Yeah. You know what that's yeah. about. 
Um, yeah, I knew uh, one woman. She moved into this apartment all by herself, moved all the furniture out of a truck. Within a year, she, her hair started to fall out. Two years later, she needed a pacemaker. And uh, then the doctor says, you know what, your pacemaker doesn't work where you live. There's something about the electromagnetic environment. You've got to move. And this is in writing. So she says, it's these 15 smart meters on my living room wall. He says, I don't know about that, but there's something EMF-related that's causing your pacemaker to malfunction. So now she's stuck with the pacemaker the rest of her life because the utility company put these biologically experimental microwave relay stations called smart meters on her apartment. Talk about, how would you like it if somebody caused you to need a smart meter and you used to be, I mean, to need a pacemaker and you used to be healthy enough to ride a motorcycle? How would you feel about someone taking your life away like that? Not too happy. It's a crime. So that's how I feel about government. They're not doing their job. They're in it for themselves. Right now, they're looking at I have a little joke. It's one thing that the the government looks at you as a milk cow, milking you for all you're worth. But beware of them looking at you as a beef cow. Right. <laughs> for the slaughter. Okay, what's next? Okay, well, um, I still have a couple more calls. Um, sure, go ahead. Texas, you're on the air. Hi, am I on the air now? Yep, this is Eric. Hi, Eric. Uh, uh, This is uh, Skip in Houston. Uh I uh, was uh, listening and uh, very interested in what you're saying. I have a uh, problem with uh, tendonitis. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm a, a communications technician, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was uh, started in my previous uh, home, and I moved in an apartment, and I still have the same problem. It's getting worse to the point sometimes. Did you say tinnitus ringing in the yeah. ears? Right, right. Uh-huh. And it's uh, getting to the point where I think it's actually affecting my ability to focus my thoughts. Um, it's quite, that's so quite common. I don't Oh, it is? Okay. All right. Well, um, I do have access to uh, um, test equipment. Uh, I work with them all day long. Uh, I have, uh, and I do have uh, audio test equipment and generators at home that I can use. Um, I did hear about your recommendations on uh, on uh, some uh, measuring devices. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I have uh, quite a few of them listed on my website with my own commentary and then links where you can go and see what the manufacturers say about them too. But, uh, you know, I'll tell you which ones I use. And uh, if you live in a multifamily dwelling, it's really a war zone because almost everybody has Wi-Fi above you, below you, next to you. Um, it's hard to protect yourself in an apartment these days ever since Wi-Fi became popular. Yeah. And do you feel um, better when you leave? Like, how about it when you get away and go fishing for a day or something, uh, or something like that? Do you feel better? Yeah, I do. If I soak in the bathtub, I feel better. That's um, a, mm-hmm. Try some Epsom salts in that water. 
Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, I noticed that does help. Certainly does. Um, I was wondering, um, do you have any complaints that uh, the uh, source may be intentional from, like, uh, stalking victims and stuff like that? You know, I haven't been able to determine that yet, so I can't say yes and I can't say no. But Mm -hmm. I know that all of this uh, electromagnetic radiation is actually intentional because it's all been set up in an intelligent manner. It's just that uh, nobody realizes what it's doing to people. And I do see an awful lot of people are doing it to themselves by using cell phones, Wi-Fi, cordless phones, streaming devices for their TVs. Um, So most of what I see, the people actually purchased with their own money and brought into their house themselves. But uh, I I have had two clients that were... uh, uh, targeted individuals, but I have to state uh, that I saw they had an awful lot of uh, items they purchased and brought into the house that were causing obvious sources that I could measure as soon as I came into the house. So I think the first place to start is what you can easily measure and eliminate and whittle it down so that if there is you know, some sort of intentional devious Thing going on, we can measure it because if you got everything, if you you got to get the EMF levels low enough to detect what the final one is. You get rid of this one, now you can hear that one. You get rid of this one, now you can hear this other one. So it's kind of like ten people shouting in a room. You have to get everybody to be quiet in order to hear somebody whispering. Right, right. I understand what you're saying there, um, and. Uh, uh, what what uh, was the name of your website? It's uh, Windheim EMF Solutions. And Windheim is spelled W-I-N-D-H-E-I-M. Okay. All right. Well, um, great. That's, that's about all the questions I have right now. Hello, Linda. Thank you for all the... Uh, uh, contributions you're making for us on the talk show. And uh, thank you for your suggestions. You're welcome. Well, I think that's about all the time I have. So um, it's 9.20. So I guess we can close out on um, kind of just what you've already reiterated. You know, just basically you said prudent precaution and self-preservation and protect yourself. Um, Read and learn outside of the government and industry. And uh, um, basically just, you know, we have to educate ourselves. And we can't look to the government for help because they're making too much money, don't care. And, you know, and that's just how it is. And they make a lot of money off us being unhealthy, too, and that ties into the health care system. Yeah, that's part of the economy. The the sick care industry is big business. Yes, it is. It is. Well, thank you, Eric, so much. I really, really appreciate it again. And, again, if I didn't answer or if you had your hand raised and I didn't respond, it's just because I can't see you, um, we might have to look into a different platform to have these calls because I know it's very frustrating. People have been trying to call and get in and couldn't, um, you know. But uh, thank you for the people that did make it. And thank you again, Eric, and have a nice evening. And I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. And I know the community is very grateful for what you've had to teach them and Again, you can guys you guys can look at his website. And um, on Thursday, 
Everybody, please come on out. We have um, on the call, hopefully we won't have too many problems. Um, we have a rocket scientist who happens to be a targeted individual, so that will definitely be, wor be worth coming to. Um, he's a wonderful man. I've had some in-depth conversations with him, and he seems to know a thing or two. So anyways, Eric, thank you again. Um, um, I know we had, a, we had a very long interview, so again, I appreciate you going over the time limit. Oh, my pleasure. It's nice to speak to people that are looking for a solution. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, and I know you feel like this is your calling, and you know we all appreciate it. Okay, very good. Yeah, let me know when the uh, uh, your link or your video is up, and if you want, I can give you some images uh, for you to post. But uh, sure, we'll have to edit a little bit, so it'll be a little bit, probably like a week. That's but, okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much again. Okay. Good. Thank you very much. God bless everybody. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.